<laughs> oh, boys, victory is sweet. Uh, we are the world test champions, and by we, I mean Australia, you know, we as part of the... Uh, the collective the, we. The, the collective we, yes, part of the team, three important members. Uh, it seems India can't win outside of India in red ball cricket on decks that the, they don't get to prepare. Uh, and leading into the Ashes week, does this game mean a lot to the boys or is it all about the uh, the ensuing uh, series? We'll be talking all things Test Cricket. Plus, State of Origin 2 is around the corner. The Queenslanders have named their their team. Uh, we've got to wait till Tuesday uh, for the Blues. Uh, and a lot of injuries uh, will be the talking point there. Who comes in to replace Cleary and the likes? AFL Round 13, the big freeze. Uh, 85,000 odd in there at the MCG. Plus, Buddies, 350th earlier in the weekend. NBA Finals, the Nugs are on the precipice. They're on the precipice. 3-1, they could... Uh, well, within 24 hours, uh, be first-time NBA champions. Soccer, few big transfers, none bigger than Leo Messi heading over, taking his talents to South Beach uh, and go get that cash, uh, <laughs> taking the uh, the Beckham yeah. money over over the Saudi money, plus Man City yeah. win the treble. Uh, next um, yeah, talking point. Uh, and the final round, we'll look back at the UFC 289. Amanda Nunes leaves her goat, uh, her goats, her gloves in the octagon. Uh, is it a goat uh, leaving well, the octagon? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, end of conversation. PJ and Liv merge. Trumpy, he called it. The, the orange man. Don't cancel us, YouTube, for saying that in the first minute. All right, uh, we do have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you like. Check us out on the socials, etc., etc. We like to start the show by shouting a beer to commend excellent work in the sporting arena. Sean O, I'll chuck it over to you. Who are you shouting this week? Well, I think it's, it's more a thing. It's actual team. Let's go with, uh, I want to talk Le Mans. Uh, 24-hour race uh, was completed I think, believe this morning um, that happened over the weekend. Uh, and Ferrari wins it. Uh, it's their first win of Le Mans um, uh, in 50 years. Uh, they last won it in – actually, their last win was 1965. So Nearly 60. Nearly 60. Uh, mm. But it's their first time competing in the event in 50 years, and they've won uh. it on their first try. Um, they spent you know the yeah. last two decades trying to win an F one championship, mm, mm. Uh, well close to that, <laughs> and uh, failing miserably. And they but they do it on their first try winning uh, Le Mans. So uh, it was mm. pretty pretty interesting uh, Le Mans. We had um, the you know the American contingent with Grudge fifty six taking a NASCAR over there. They competed really well and finished thirty uh, sixth overall. Um, we had the yeah. you know a lot of famous races in this, a lot of ex F one talent, a lot of best drivers, uh, but also movie stars, uh, Michael uh, Fassbanger, um, Bender, Bender, <laughs> Banger, <laughs> Fassbanger. <laughs> well, he had a bit, had a bit of a, a banger in this crash. one. Yeah, he had a big crash um, uh, in 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 the race. But yeah, it was uh, good to see some of the other big motorsports events have. Um, you know, a big outing and a big showing um, outside of the F1. And in a week that F1 takes off um, before they get another race uh, in the following week, uh, it was good. He's okay, yeah. Michael Fassbender, before I... I believe so. I believe so. Make a joke. Yeah, he came around the corner, um, gave it too much gas and spun it around and put it in the wall. So uh, wouldn't have been driver's side for him. So I think he'd, he'd be largely okay. And these cars are basically bulletproof. So Magneto, so, bro. All the yes, metal yes exactly. <laughs> Um, <coughs> I had to double check that. I'm not a big uh, superhero <laughs> man. Has anyone yeah. listened to the podcast yeah. before? Yes. Yep. Uh, and outside of that, NHL um, Golden Knights uh, from Vegas take a what did we say three, three one, one lead mm -hmm. with uh, game five in two days, I believe. 
Feeling generous, shouting, shouting a lot of uh, Ferrari, Golden Knights, yeah, Fassbender, yeah. Magneto. Well, it was more Le Mans and uh, I've got to sneak in an NHL <laughs> reference there, otherwise we'll forget about it. That's it. Just back on Le Mans, it was the 100th anniversary as well. So uh-huh. mm-hmm. quite, a, quite a weekend for, for Le Mans this weekend. Yeah, and there's been some you know bits of ups and downs, of course, with um, uh, motor racing, especially post-COVID and what events kind of stay. So you know the biggest, biggest and most well-known endurance event um, uh, you know, to kick off and have such a big weekend uh, was excellent. You know, all, there's been lots of jokes. Ferrari have now won it. Now, what what are Ford going to do? Of course, classically with uh, the <laughs> if, you, if you know the movie, you know the history. Um, yeah, so yeah, I thought I thought it was really cool. Um, and you know, had a wet section and all the mm. cars were sliding around, going off uh, into the walls and things like that. Literally, like on ice skates, using my hockey reference. Oh, there you, <laughs> <go>. <laughs> uh, you know, all of them they're like spinning around, going straight in the walls. Like it go crazy when they just got caught out, slicks in the wet. So yeah. that's me. Enjoy, Happy. enjoy the beers. Uh, I'm just going to shout a single person. Uh, no one's really going to know the name, but it's a good story. Daniel Burton. He is a Canberra uh, lad, super fan of the Raiders. He bought 65 tickets for struggling fans to see Jared Croker's 300th game uh, on Friday night. Uh, 65 disappointments, I think, with the performance. But uh, uh, and I must have sell out as well. So yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I think yeah, they got, got over 20,000 mm-hmm. in there. So yeah. uh, Raiders fans. Uh, did turn out uh, and good to see uh, Toot there play his 300th. We spoke probably about 12 yeah. months ago thinking that he would never reach that uh, that milestone and the Raiders yeah. outside of their mediocre performance on Friday night have been uh, a, a breath of fresh air this year, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk uh, his milestone game uh, and the other milestones that, that occurred uh, through the week. Buddy, texts come to mind uh, in yeah. our footy section, which will be after the cricket tonight. But yes, enjoy the beer, Daniel Burton of Canberra, for your generosity, shouting 65 punters tickets. Max? Very good. Yes, I am shouting Novak Djokovic a beer this week. Uh, probably a little bit more well-known than Daniel Button. Um, Burton. And Burton, sorry. Mm. Yeah, Burton, Button. Button, Benjamin Button. Mm. Yeah, Burton and both of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and probably now the goat of... Tennis, you'd say? I'd say. Uh, yep. So he overtook uh, Nadal and Federer, becoming the only person to have won 23 Grand Slams um, all time and being the first man to win the Triple Crown uh, three times. Wow, so, you did the triple crown. Yeah. So uh, obviously, over the weekend, uh, won the French Open, uh, the men's singles, and yeah, now becomes yeah probably the greatest. Tennis player of all time. You've got it there. I'm pretty sure we looked at this for. It's been a very, very long time since someone won all four as well, and he's on track to do that. Yeah, well, that's right. So he's won the Oz Open and the French Open with uh, Wimbledon just around the corner. Uh, I'm scrolling back. We, we've looked before. It hasn't happened for donkey's years because Federer never did it in a calendar year, I don't think. Yeah, because Nadal prevented him from Yeah, so Has anyone ever done it? That's my question now. Keep looking. Keep scrolling. Oh, it's, I'm going to have to go uh, stop, 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 th- forever. Rod Laver. Right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. It's, Rod Laver did it a, a few times. It's there too. So Rod Laver. <laughs> We're talking 60s. 1969. <laughs> we put a man on the moon, allegedly. And Rod Laver <laughs> allegedly won, won all four Grand Slams. So, yeah, it be interesting to see if the Joker can do it. Uh, that'll bring him to 25. Uh, he's definitely... He's, go- in, he's in that sweet window where all those guys that yeah, have exactly. preventing him have retired and he's kind of <laughs> still going and the new talent really hasn't come through. Through yet That's to, right. to push him. So. so 30 could be 
Uh, on the cards? Yeah, on the cards yeah. for, for the Joker. How, how old's Joker? I feel like he's 34, 35 off the top of the head. Uh, 36. 36. 36. Yeah, there you go. Just turned 36. You can't pay 35. Yeah, yeah, you can pay that. <laughs> yeah, so sky's the limit there for Novak Djokovic. Uh, Iga Sviantek yeah. taking out the, the ladies. Uh, and speak. She's quite young, so she's probably on track for double digits the way she's going. Mm. Mop of the uh, week. Mop of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Conor McGregor. They're fucking stuck in mud. They're stuck in mud. <laughs> the heat mascot is stuck in mud. He, uh, he was doing some pre-game uh, bit with the heat mascot who looks like a bird. We're not really sure. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking maybe a chili. I don't know. Uh, a ha- pelican ha- for on the beach? Yeah, what but there's there? but there it is. Uh, the pelicans seagull? in the NBA. True, true. Maybe it's a seagull. I don't know what the fuck it is. but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get that one. Whatever it is, it, it got knocked the fuck out. Yes. Uh, Conor McGregor, he landed two left hooks. The first one sort of glanced. It was a bit. It's a bit. So it wasn't an unprovoked at, attack. <laughs> yes. But then he gives him one on the ground. And uh, the whoever was in the mascot, uh, can't find any names out there, mm-hmm. uh, had to go to um, the emergency room. I don't know. It was a few stitches, a bit of pain relief, and that was about it, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the hype the, you know, round had to be taken to ER, made all the, the headlines, but mm. uh, by all accounts, he was just given some painkillers and sent on his way. Uh, <laughs> but it was just it's just funny. The video, of course, check it out. Uh, very funny. Um, with Connor, of course, he's doing the ultimate fighter at the moment with Michael Chandler, so mm-hmm. they're doing a bit of promotion and etc etc so yeah it's funny left hook and then left right good night on the, <laughs> yeah. on the ground uh bernie is the name of the heat mascot we're unsure bernie is the name it doesn't say is he what a flame fu- it's a well it looks like a bird it does look like a bird i don't think maybe it's i don't, I don't think it's supposed to be a bird yeah maybe it's a flame yeah uh, if i if wikipedia is to be trusted yeah it's so reliable <laughs> Bernie is a rough anthropomorphic depiction of a fireball. So there you go. It's not a bird. There you go. Anthropomorphic. <laughs> Try saying that ten times fast. They've also spelt it B-U-R-N-I-E. So it's also a, a pretty bogan town on the north northern coast of Australia. So shout out to Bernie uh, of uh, northern Tasmanian and heat yep. mascot fame. Uh, too good. Too good. Apparently he was sued in 1994. <laughs> Bernie, he's got priors. Yeah. Victim blaming here. Jeez, Monks, it's 30 years ago. 30 years ago, Bernie hey, was I'm just, sued. I mean, when you see legal problems, you got to read it. Uh, Did you guys see that the one of the chief super fans, the guy well known for dressing up in like a, a wolf outfit, made the most wanted list? Uh, in America, yeah, is he like Robert Bank? Or something? Yeah, yes, yes, he did. I mean, he's been on the run since. So, was he in the uh, Chiefs costume? <laughs> no, he's, he's more made of his like own like wolf kind of. Yeah, coyote. super fan went to every game. Yeah. He said, you know, got on TV a whole bunch, but ah, uh, so he wasn't the mascot. No, not the official mascot. No, I was thinking, what the fuck's wolves got to do with Chiefs? Yeah, no idea. All right, we're off to a good start, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the cricket, Jimmy. Let's, uh, yeah, take it away, Jim. Yes, as Affa mentioned at the top of the show, we are the champions of the world in suing guitar solo and dribble. Uh, India <laughs> win the toss at uh, the Oval there. They chose to field. Wrong. Yeah, chose, chose wrong. Uh, I think they were h- hindsight is twenty twenty, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think they were yeah. a bit unlucky looking at the pitch. Like It looked like a green deck. Like, yeah, there might have been a bit in it for the bowlers. But yeah, after, early on there was a little. Yeah, yeah, but after 10 overs, like, yeah. you know, and the new ball and, you know, that they knocked the top off the pitch and, mm. yeah, it was done. And then it was uh, just flat with a bit of uneven bounce for the rest of the test match. And, uh, yeah, 
that first sort of 10, 15 overs, I suppose it, it really could have gone the other way uh, and, and kudos to uh, the, the Aussie top order outside of Kawaja for, for setting it off. Mm-hmm. Good to see Davey Warner in amongst the runs. Uh, 43 of 60. He was, looked like he was in quite good nick uh, before succumbing to the Lord. Um, announced that he's going to retire at the end of the year, mm-hmm. uh, pending, you know, selections. There, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think he's bought himself a little bit of time, <laughs> but obviously the big question mark around the Ashes is going to be Warner versus Broad. His average is dismal in um, in England, and me mm-hmm. as a David Warner fan and as an Aussie cricket fan, would love to see a redemption story and oh, see see him make mm. a, a, a maiden ton in England. I don't think he's ever ever done it. So uh, looking forward, uh, hopefully, to, to uh, rejuvenated Warner with a bit of confidence uh, going into, into the Ashes. Marnie knocked it around a little bit. Uh, I watched the whole first session and then went to bed. It was a school night down under. Mm-hmm. I don't, did anyone else stay up later than that? Yeah, uh, I think I saw a bit more of that, but largely it was go to bed, wake up and see Steve Smith and yeah. uh, on in his 90s and Travis Head getting a ton. So. It was, uh, a, a, I think, a bit of spring in the step of uh, a lot of Aussies going to work on Thursday. <laughs> I actually, yeah. I was got crook on yep. Thursday. But, uh, it worked out okay for the, for the NBA, which we'll, we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. lots of memes getting around of, of you know, people uh, p- people waking up pretty chi- ch- uh, chipper after mm-hmm. checking their, their mm-hmm. phone. It's a world that we live in now. You know, people would actually have to go downstairs and get the paper and whatever to find out what's happened. But yeah, a week later. The messages are right. I'm talking about the 90s. I'm not talking about the fucking 1870s. <laughs> <laughs> comes off the, off the ship, off the wooden yeah. ship. Uh, anyways, we tend to check out for often check, yes. check him during the night if we get up for a piss. But uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, it was nice to see Travi head on about 120 odd. Uh, ended up with 163 off 174 balls, if you don't mind. Yeah, Trav ball. Uh, yeah, Trav ball. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, will mm-hmm. we employ Trav ball versus Baz ball uh, next week? That's going to be an interesting thing. Over, I saw a stat over the last two years over the World Test Championship. Uh, he has the highest strike rate out of anyone that made the certain number of runs to qualify, uh, which is which is pretty interesting because he scored a bucket load of runs in that time too. Yep, yep. And I think mm. in the top five for that as well, we had three Australians. Mm. So yeah, they've done very very well. It's refreshing, isn't it? He just he always plays his natural game. Doesn't matter what the situation is. Three for seventy six. It really could have gone the other way. Uh, but his his shot selection was was beautiful. Doesn't leave it a lot, does he? You know, you talk about you know the the swinging ball there, and and you know in that early stage there was a little bit about it. But uh, he just gets out from on the front foot and attacks early on, and uh, and made it look pretty easy out there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. and you know very uh, challenging for the Indian side, of course. Um, you know, picking a whole bunch of seamers, uh, and then Jadeja to try and be their spin option. So. Um, big the big news was Ashwin missed out, mm. um, but I think we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so the Australians, what did they finish up? Four hundred and sixty nine after the first innings, and that it could have been more, really. Yeah. Like no no tail wag, no. carry was good, um, uh, but they uh, they credit to Indian, they did a good job in the first innings to clean up the back end of the tail. How about our Smudge's uh, last nine test innings in England? 143, 144, 142, 92, 211, 82, 80, 23. <laughs> and 121. Uh, the bloke can bat in England and is in some Loves serious, it. serious form. Yeah, I mm. think uh, it was an excellent decision for them to go out and play some counting cricket, like him and yep. Manus, um, yeah. to go out there earlier and play yep. some counting c
Indeed. Uh, best of the bowlers, Siraj, four for 108. Uh, the quicks bowled, quick mass here, 26, 110 overs maybe. Uh, and Jadeja just with the 18. Uh, so, yeah, would it have been much different uh, had Ashwin gotten the rock? Shami was a little expensive. I don't think Yad- it's really... Yadav didn't really look that dangerous. It was it was mostly looked like Siraj, uh, the, who was the danger. Yeah, and looking at the the pitch and the turn later in the game, it was, there was a huge amount there. Nathan no. Lyon was was good, but on day five, yeah, on day five. But you know, yeah. was, um, you know that maybe that went into the decision to bat early because they, you know, instead of them having to bat on day five, they um, knowing they hadn't picked Ashwin, that's maybe they went that way, but. We don't want to rely on winning the coin toss and picking a field. So That's right. We are Monday morning quarterbacking it here, yeah. but uh, it, it was a bit of a head-scratcher at the time. So so that's why I suppose we can look back and mm-hmm. and, uh, and think, was it the right decision? India then went out to bat. Uh, the Aussies got off to a, uh, a pretty reasonable uh, start there. Uh, I did see this. Um, first time in history, apparently, that no, uh, no one in the top four for India has made 15... Ha- hasn't made uh, more than 15 runs. More than 15 runs. Oh, okay. than 15 runs. Wow. So 15, 13, 14, 14, which mm. I'm not sure if that's Mayo and I just heard it this week, but uh, <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently uh, that is true. Good luck, fine. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> luck. <laughs> you confirm that. Uh, uh, the, the Scott Bowling Ball, mm. um, I think, was my favourite out of those ones. Yeah, moved about two feet <laughs> to take, take the pegs. Uh, Definitely done a few of those uh, <laughs> playing Sunday Social cricket on syntho decks Big, yeah. and it moves about two centimetres and yeah. you go, oh, mate, I just got a good one. <laughs> Jag back in, jeez. Uh, yeah, there was a, a few, uh, there was two in that innings, wasn't there? Uh, just just sexy bowling there, really. Yeah. Uh, what about Ajinka Rahane? Well, yeah, he really saved this in mm. innings. They were in all sorts at that point and then he and Jadeja kind of steadied the ship and uh, got some got some runs and then uh, the Lord came out um, really to give them a, a sniff in this game, you know, mm. get them close to 300 and say, hey, we're still in touch. Yes, we're behind, but we're, we're not too far behind. Um, instead of being, say, all out for 200, uh, and then they would have been really struggling. So uh, they did their jobs there in the back end to keep them in the game. Indian middle order giving us problems. Have I heard this story before? Yeah. <laughs> Batten to 11, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Yadav Shami Siraj don't really <laughs> offer too much, but but they definitely uh, – and, yeah, that could have been another – Point as well, the fashion was in this in this side yep. a little bit more with the with the bat, uh, but definitely uh, whenever Jadeja is out there, uh, you worry, and then you know the Lord obviously can mm-hmm. can uh, can swing the willow. Yes. Best of the bowlers in that uh, blue eyes, Pat Cummins three for eighty three. Everyone got a got a uh, pole. Nathan Lyon only required for four overs uh, in in that one, mm-hmm. which probably goes again to reason why yeah you didn't need say, Ashwin as much because yeah. yeah it was definitely a looking like a seamer's deck. Into the Aussie second innings, uh, Kawaja, not a test to remember for him. David Warner also uh, undone pretty early. Uh, what were we, two for 24? So uh, Marnus and uh, Smudge had to had to steady the ship. And uh, there was probably a point in this innings where you're like, oh, have we got enough? Yeah, yeah. But then Carey and Stark getting the job down, yeah, uh, down the order. I think the Indians will uh, lament the fact that they let Stark get 40 off um, 57. Like, mm. uh, that was a... I think that was, you know, the nail in the in the coffin, really, yeah. for them, because mm-hmm. it really put it out of reach. It's like it went from, you know, maybe the, the three fifty kind of total to four forty and four forty four to chase, mm. and uh, you thought, oh, that's that's too much. Yep. Yeah, it starts going from that. Oh, it would take a lot, yeah. but it's happened it's before. To yeah. it, no, it's impossible. Like yeah, it's yeah. Only rain that can save them. Yep. 
Uh, into that Indian second innings, uh, a little bit of resistance at the top. Uh, and oh, did we talk about the Cam Green catch? No, that, no. that's that. That's a Shubman Gill. Shubman uh, Gill. Gill. Yes, mm-hmm. Shubman Gill. Uh, so uh, Gill, uh, whose form has been impeccable mm-hmm. uh, throughout the IPL, the Prince, as you will, uh, the Prince. Yes, the the heir apparent uh, gets dismissed and given out. Um, on field, field, definitely mm-hmm. looked at, out to the naked eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it looked pretty 50-50 for mine. Yep. Did you think there was grass involved? I I think the initial contact with the ball is, you, you see it, like it hits his hand and his hand about, I don't know, what what would you say, 6, 12 inches off the ground? Like you can not see a, it. Not that much. Yeah, it hits, like it, there's there's no ground involved in an initial contact of ball to hand. Um, and then, of course, because he's diving down, like as he's catching the ball, it's in his hand and he's pushing it down. Uh, and then he, 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 it, his hand and the ball contact the ground. Uh, but I always see like he had the two fingers around wrapped around the ball. Like mm-hmm. there was no separation. Mm-hmm. The ball didn't mm-hmm. bobble, didn't move anywhere. Um, and, yeah, they, they find the call that. I thought – and I tried finding it. There was – it was an England – don't think it was against Australia. I think it was against India, uh, a game where one of the Indians give, got given out – and it clearly, to me, looked like the ball bounced and before it got to the first slipper. And I thought that one was given out and it was way worse than this one was. Mm. I thought this mm. was more likely to catch. And uh, I think the third umpire did a great job, even on TV, going through the process and explaining his decision and yeah. what he was looking at. You know, did the ball move? I can see fingers underneath the ball. Um, I think maybe it would have been slightly different if they'd gone up saying – it's not out. Like we don't think he's caught it, mm-hmm. uh, and which case it would have been the Aussies would have had to challenge. Yep. Maybe it might have been a different con- conversation there, but it's you know they thought it looked good. He's reviewed all the angles that they had, and it all looked pretty good for mind. I, I don't think you can really question that. You're going to have plenty of catches that hit the hand, and then there's going to be a frame where balls in hand, and then the ball's yeah. also touching ground. But it's the cash has been initiated above that. I think was the, the core thing for me. It's hard, isn't it? Those ones when it goes down to frame by frame by frame. Yeah. We see it. We watch a, rug, a lot of rugby league. Yeah, I think well. it's a bit hard. Done. Foreign concept to, to some mm. of our Indian listeners, but uh, it's it's hard in that frame to frame. I think the Indian listeners who are up in arms about this, saying it all through the comments, need to really look in the mirror, especially and the ones ask yourself going after Cam Green calling it a cheat and things like that. Yes, yeah. that's, that's just not cool. Boy. Do you think that was the turning point in the Test match? No. No, I don't think it was. So he still had nine more wickets after that. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. You chase him four hundred forty-four. It was a bee's dick in it. Mm. Uh, for mine, it, it did look fifty-fifty. I'm glad I didn't have to make those calls, um, but it was uh, <laughs> definitely a, a contentious point. What have you got up there, monks? Nineteen forty-seven, hey. This is Indian first innings. There you oh, go. There so you go. fact checker, <laughs> how the hell did you find that? <laughs> Oh, I just got just scrolling through India's lowest totals. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Monks has brought up 1947, the Indian top four, Vinu Mankad. He's it. Speaking of cheating bastards, <laughs> he got a golden quacker. And then Chandu Sawate, uh, 12 for 34, Ghul Muhammad, north, of, uh, north from six, and Himu Adhikari, eight, for th- eight from 35 deliveries. Uh, that means that what I said was a blatant lie and I'd heard it tr- during the week. And yeah, that's but, why we but have, they probably haven't looked at it. That's why we have fact checkers. Back to 1947. 1947, yeah. yeah. They, they, are, they are old. They are very old. This one is Does bad. it count if it was played in, you know, during the war? Because this guy's name, Farouk Engineer. <laughs> There's another one. Jimmy's found heaps. <laughs> with, uh, with Sonny Gaviscar and uh, 
uh, a few of them in there. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, plenty of times actually uh, that the top, yeah, top I, four. I'm quite enjoying the fact that Old is getting all these guys out. Yeah, there's a few. You got four for five for in that one. What's his name? Chris Old. Five for twenty-one. Oh, Thanks for coming. Yeah, that's more recent with Gavaska. Nineteen seventy-four. There you go. Yeah. So maybe the stat that I go. saw was uh, years <laughs> that didn't. In- yeah, uh, include fours and sevens in the last <laughs> two, courtesy of ESPN on a Wednesday night featuring LeBron James. <laughs> so I guess to finish this game off uh, in that uh, fourth innings, mm. uh, Coley uh, was probably their the best of their – well, mm. gave them a good chance there, got mm. 49. Mm. Him and Raya, Rihani um, looked like they were, um, you know, again, maybe giving them a sniff. They had a good run rate, uh, but then – Scott Boland did Scott Boland things. The barrel. And that, yeah. that probably yeah. rolls us into, uh, I think, maybe the biggest talking point from this. And mm. pending Hazelwood's fitness for, for mm. Friday, well, I think has confirmed. the barrel played himself into the first test? Yeah. I think they've confirmed Hazelwood's going to be okay. He mm. could play in the Astros, so he's available. Um, but, yeah, whether Boland plays himself into this. Um, Jimmy, I'm not sure if you can find the stat of uh, Australian's Australian fast bowlers, um, their records in for the World Test Championship. Um, I think he, I think from what I saw, it was an average of just over fourteen for twenty wickets for <laughs> Boland, which is which is crazy. Um, mm. And the others were all at a, and that that includes, of course, his uh, massive game where he did what five for seven or whatever it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the others were all same sort of wicket numbers, um, but high in the the twenties is an is an average. Um, and Hazel would have, of course, had the worst average of that because I think he played the least um, amount uh, of games throughout that. Uh, Wouldn't affect his average, though. Yeah, more, um, I mean, he's uh, – well, I'm, I, th- I think it's more form, like form. form you're coming back from injuries is why it affected it and he took less wickets and then had more of an average. Um, he's got 33 poles at 14.57 mm. through eight tests is the barrels mm-hmm. numbers as it stands. Uh, look, it's a it's – a, 1v1 comparison, isn't it? They're not going to drop the skipper. No, exactly. Starkey uh, gives you left-arm thunderbolts, which yeah. neither of these sticks give you. Well, uh, not, actually, neither of these bowlers give you. Here's the question, though, because uh, Cummins and Stark were both uh, probably a bit rusty coming in this. Mm-hmm. Cummins, of course, bowled no balls left, right, and centre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Including with wickets it. on no balls. Yeah, and then Starkey was a bit wayward as well. Um, That's Mitch Stark for you. Yeah, uh, but whether that... You know, it's a little bit of form issue. Do you want to carry that going into uh, the Ashes? I think yes, purely based on what we've talked about. Like he's different. Different, yeah. Yeah, adds a little bit. And when he's on and, you know, starts moving around and you, he's, he's starting to cut, cause a lot of issues. Um, so I, I think Boland's kind of played his way in into this kind of match. It's it's a hard conversation to you know, for a selector to, to have with him and say, look, you're actually doing everything that we've asked of you and plus several <laughs> feet more. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's him versus Hazelwood for that last spot. The only other world where he plays is they go four quicks. Uh, and I don't see that happening. No, I think that's Cam, 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 Cam Green gives you that, that well, bowling. Yeah, exactly. It gives you that option. Option. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, I think it's, it's bowling head V, uh, Head on head, head. What am I? Yeah, look at here? and look at look at his comedy in, the, in this match as well. Like Two point eight seven. Yeah, comparable to you know a spinner and uh, Cam Green who bowled fuck all. So bowling head to head with uh, 
uh, Hazelwood there. Just struggled there. Too, too much Travis head in my mind. <laughs> uh, so um, I think they pick him. Well, my concern out of this game was neither of these teams could move the ball around um, like any swing. Like there, were, there, was, there was bugger all. It was basically a, a very much a scene game. Um, and, mm. you know, what was the pitch giving you? A bit of variable bounce and, mm. you know, maybe nip off the scene. My concern, of course, is we'll come in and play the first Ashes game, which is next week. It's from Friday. Friday? Yeah. Yeah, and the Pommies will be moving that ball around a foot and we'll be like, what the fuck's going on? Um, uh, you know, that's, their, of course, their secret weapon at home. Mm. So um, I was hoping to see maybe a little bit more in the audition match a little bit for Bolon here. Mm. Uh, that, yeah, maybe he could move it a bit, and you know, whether Starkey could move a bit, but they had none of that and the Indians couldn't do any of it either, so... I wonder, not that I watched any county cricket over the weekend, out of London in particular, weather, mate, it was... It, it was very hot, so... It was, and sunny, yeah. and, you know, all the things that we're not used to in England, you yeah, know. You see oh, my God, it's 29 degrees, and we're going to have a stroke. <laughs> Did you see the Palace Guards fainting? Yeah, I said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I sound yeah. like Russell Brand. Yeah, one of them fainted while they were doing a musical thing, I, and, I, he, and he's on the ground. <laughs> and he's trying to drop play. Play. I didn't see that. And, I then the right, and then, you know, he gets uh, up, and there's another one getting stretched out in the background. <laughs> like, oh. uh, he's yeah, 30, 30 degrees, bro, and they're all dying. Uh, yes. So, uh, so, so that's that's my counter. Yeah, it could is, be a dry heat. It, it was it was it just the unusual no weather, lack of mm. uh, moisture in the air, no cloud cover, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, that that would be my one concern going into Friday. Is you know, the Aussies show up there and then they're like, "Holy fuck, what the hell's going on?" Mm. <laughs> Wonder. Uh, it's still five days out, but the the weather prediction is going to start be uh, to be but interesting. We're in. Jimmy we're in, can chase that. For we're us. in Birmingham, uh, five days out. So if we finish on uh, this test match, mm-hmm. uh, Australia win their ninth ICC trophy, mm-hmm. four ahead of everyone else. How many has so India got? Bah. Uh, I think they've got five yeah. uh, from memory. So. <laughs> I, think, I think it is five. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's four. Yeah. But it's um, you know nothing in the last five or six years. So mm. for, for weather. And uh, again, windows, you know, yeah, in, this, exactly. in this coley... Window, mm-hmm. uh, did, did they play unders? Yeah, I, I would say so. In terms of uh, in terms of yeah, uh, trophies, they've, they've made the last two and and lost them convincingly. Yeah, and white ball the same. You know, been perennial underachievers mm. when it comes to white ball cricket over the, over the last few years as well. Uh, so so that's uh, uh, something that they might look back to. My feeling is, you know, given the IPL that we watch and all these young talent coming through, they've got nothing to worry about in terms of windows closing. Yeah, they're just going to pick the right formula, the right 11 for the right match, and then um, they'll be pretty dominant. But either way, they've been whinged. Whinge, whinge, whinge. Complaining about everything. You know, not enough prep, etc. That, that was an interesting whinge. Like, the... Okay, well, if this means more to you than the IPL, don't play the yeah, last yeah. F- three games of the yeah. IPL yeah. and go prepare for it. Exactly. Yeah. So the you what know, are you about few, the scheduling. Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a few a few quotes about uh, complaining about you know no prep etc. Leading this, but then on the flip side of that, none of the Australians played any Test cricket since you know the start of the year. Yeah. Uh, leading that, yeah. they were also playing IPL, and only a couple of them came over early to play county cricket. So and that they're all more red ball specialists. Yeah. In, yes. Labuschagne, Kawaja, Smith. Yeah, exactly. That, that were all over there. And given the fact that the Aussie media has really gotten stuck into our players for not preparing well for, mm-hmm. say, the Indian series mm-hmm. in India, you know, that used to be you'd go over and play mm-hmm. a lot of tour games and mm-hmm. get used to the conditions. They've gone and done that and they 
looked far better prepared than the Indians did in this one. So I'm not sure. And again, is this more just sort of media beat up and and articles for the sake of writing articles? I don't know if you know Rohit Sharma himself would be whinging about lack of preparation, time, and scheduling. I feel like the quote was from him that they were underprepared. So well, if that's the case, then cry me a fucking river, Rohit. (laughs) (laughs) Cry me a Genji's. Yeah, because that's the look. Yeah. The, the the game was scheduled when it was scheduled. They still mm-hmm. when did the when did the IPL finish? Three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, we knew this was happening two years ago. So yeah, yeah that's how long this this tournament's been going on. It's two weeks, I think, since the IPL. Yeah. yeah anyways. Yeah. And you know, what was my final point going to be? Um, Over eights. Oh, was it? Well, no. It will, oh, we'll get to that. I was going to say a neutral venue. You know, Australia was just better. Mm. Interesting that it mm. seems like because the next one <coughs> in two years is going to be in England as well. It's going to be Lords. Mm. Uh, so well, uh, England aren't going to make it, so it's always going to be neutral. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be India versus whoever else. <laughs> yeah, yes, competed uh, the mm. best in those two years. Yeah, uh, because yeah, India ain't losing in India for a while from what we've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Monks got the story there. We need 20 to 25 days to prepare for a game like this, says Rohit Sharma post-losing. And he that, also that said... That should be the last bit of that, that headline. Yeah, and, <laughs> sh- and he also said it should be a three-match series. I did say that as well, yeah. Um, as well, and, you know, Cummins was like, lots of sports play a single final. Like, yeah. um, he referenced, of course, NRL and AFL, which no one internationally would know about, but... Uh, but for us, uh, yeah, we definitely definitely know that. It's and also test cricket and yeah. there's five days. Yes. You know, you've got five days to go. It's not like mm-hmm. it's a 100-meter sprint, you know. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. test cricket. What happens if it was a draw, though? Drawn test. Are uh, they joint, joint winners? Joint winners. Uh, joint winners. Yeah, okay. Which is dangerous in England, you know. That's, <laughs> that's all the cloud seeding, to, yeah, you know, yeah. to keep the clouds away. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. That's why it's so hot. But also they have a reserve day, so they would have played a six day. Would, if yeah, I did say that. If, yeah, they okay. lost, if they lost a day to win. So, so it's actually pretty well set up to, to play there in England. So, mm-hmm. like, you can be prepared for it. Yeah. Final point there, of course, there was the slow overrate. Um, in total, across the whole match, they lost 44 overs. Pretty uh, bad, over their hey. Yeah, well, that's – what's that? That's like one and a half sessions. So Yep. Yeah. So, the, yeah, mm. it's, a, it's a lot of overs. Um, so the entire of the Indian team lost their match fee, so mm. they played for free. Mm-hmm. Um, as we mentioned before, <laughs> uh, Shubham Gill, um, his tweet in relation to his getting out from Cairn Green, he got fined for that, so he'll mm. actually have to – Pay to have played that game. Which was interesting to me. Yeah. His tweet was emojis, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was like magnifying glasses and the face palm. So. Mm. But I think it was like, you know, calling into question a, an umpire's decision um, was the reason. That's play on for me. You can't get fined for emojis. Yeah. Oh, well, it's cricket, bro. Bringing, yeah, bringing the game into water. water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they got fined. And then who from – I didn't think the – there was only a couple from the Aussies got fined um, for, for slow overrides. But I don't remember the names off the top of my head. That's all right. It was it mm. was it's probably interestingly slow, and maybe it's it speaks volumes to Indi- India aren't that used to to playing four quicks ever. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, some of that probably comes down to that. We've got that Cam Green uh, uh, screenshot there from Shubman Gill. Yep. The that screenshot it does look like there's a bit of grass involved. I must say. Yeah. But that, yeah. I think there's a but there's a finger that's behind the ball that you can't see. Mm. Picture. So anyways, seems like a lot more whinging to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, After all that we've done on this podcast for for waving the Shubman Gill uh, uh, flag, yes, uh, Australia got docked eighty percent of their match fees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, 
I think they'll be happy with the win. You take it. You take it. And you only get paid 20%, but <coughs> I think you take it. <coughs> World Test Championship. Are we, are we, just finally, are we a fan of the setup? I think so. It gives, yeah. I, I think it was needed to give meaning to Test Cricket uh, more so than just, you know, one-off series. Like, I guess, you know, Ashes is a big thing, but it's only for England and Australia. Um, and, you know, each, probably of the big four, they have a, like a, a tournament that means something between one other, you know, uh, arch rival. Um, but for all the other ones and then to kind of make Test Cricket mean more across the board, I mm. think, it, yeah, it's worthwhile. Yeah, I think that's the the um, hammer on the, on the nail there. Uh, when we play Sri Lanka in a two-game series, you know, to me, I'm kind of like, yeah. But then it's like, oh, you have to win this to play in the World Test Championship. Exactly. And if I it's can't, I kind of get, I kind of get it. The, again, the purists hate it. The purists mm. hate what what's happening with with cricket and the money that comes through T20 oh. and the direction that it's going. But I think the ICC did something to to try to to sort of alleviate some of that. And for for mine, I. I Quite liked. Yeah. I liked a few years ago seeing New Zealand go out there and mm-hmm. and uh, and win the whole thing. It's always good, you know, seeing seeing a country of five million people go out there and be world champions at something other than rugby. Um, <laughs> and it gives a bit of meaning. I think the format needs still a little bit of tinkering. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, given yep. that the teams don't play the same amount of games, mm. you don't play everyone in the two year mm-hmm. period either. Mm. That probably needs to improve. But then that also means. We're trying to add meaning to these other, yes, um, sort of lower uh, nations. That means if we ha- did play everyone, Australia would have to play Bangladesh more often in mm-hmm. in Test cricket. Mm. Yeah, you know, we would have to have away series to the West Indies more often. Yeah, it, it gives more caveat for the again, like probably the big four, maybe five if you throw, or five and six if you throw. Depends on you want to define. <laughs> I guess. Well, let's say there's three: Australia, well, India, and England. Then yep. South Africa, New Zealand, and Pakistan make up. Tier two. I think that's a perfect way to tier it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's nine in there. Tier one is Australia, India, England. Mm. Tier two is South Africa, New Zealand, Pakistan. And tier three mm. is Sri Lanka, West Indies, Bangladesh. Yeah. But yep. it gives, I guess, more meaning for those guys to go visit and then also to um, have people come you know, and play series at home. Like It, mm. it, it gives more meaning for, 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 for those series than just the, like, oh, we'll go have a – We'll go to Sri Lanka, play a two-game series, and it's just tune up before we go play, say, in India. So, um, you know, subcontinent comparable kind of thing. But, like, it like, means things. Like, oh, we've got to go to Sri Lanka and win and then go to beat India so we can then make the World Test Champion. Mm. It's, like hard, it. it's hard, isn't it, as well? Because when it's it's actually hard for us to tour Sri Lanka and win. It's very hard for us even mm. at home to beat uh, South Africa. So mm. I was just in my head, I'm like, oh, well, what if you had this tiered system where you only play tier three once, you know, mm. one test, one one off, but then yeah. you come up to this next next tier. I'm like, well, we can't beat Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka. So yeah. uh, well, we struggled to at least. So mm. um, And mm. South Africa is always – other than the last series, uh, doesn't really matter where where it is. It's, it always seems to be you know a, a tough one to win. Mm-hmm. I think it's also just a function of cricket. Like it's yeah. it's so hard. Um, you know, with the with the sm- the small amount of, of nations that play it, obviously the decay of West <laughs> Indian cricket plays into it. Um, I, I think it just gives meaning. I think the meaning is the main thing because, like mm. for us as Australian fans, we care about Australia playing Test cricket. 
Um, everyone cares about the Ashes. Everyone wants to beat India. Yeah. But then the, then I think it's, it's just like, oh, are India or England going to make the World Chess Champion final? So you tune in to watch India and England play in India. Yeah, that's an interesting So Yeah. yeah so, again, yeah. it's, you know, for, for those that aren't uh, following some of the other test matches that are happening, it gives more meaning. Because mm. uh, I think it was, what was it, Sri Lanka and New Zealand? It ended uh, up being a really important yeah, test match. match. Yes, for yep. us. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. so th- that also, you know, plays into it. More meaning to test cricket, I think, is what's useful out of out of this. Yeah, they could probably tweak it and work out the percentages and who maybe play each other a bit more semi regularly um, uh, would be nice. But uh, overall, you know, for the second time this concert's been run, it's not too bad. It is, yeah, it is very interesting, isn't it? So it's all percentage based. So mm. so it, we, Monks has got the the table up there. So we played nineteen. India played eighteen tests. England played 22 in mm-hmm. in the window, whereas Bangladesh played 12. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just not sure if that – is that unfair in Bangladesh? I, I don't know. The, obviously, there's going to be teething that's that's involved, but the counter side is, uh, yeah, do you want to play more tests against Bangladesh? And as a viewer, i probably say no. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for Bangladesh cricket, how do they improve if you're not playing the best teams? And to their credit, are going in the right direction. And I think we'll yeah. – Probably in this next lot, we'll finish above the West Indies if uh, if forms anything to go off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could talk about this for hours. Uh, give us your <laughs> thoughts. Uh, what does it mean to you? Uh, have you liked the first four years of the World Test Championship? Uh, if we've got any Indian listeners, get at us. Are you disappointed? <laughs> Are you disappointed with, with India's showing losing the last two World Test Championship finals or... Are you not too concerned? Uh, is it nice to see us Aussies run our mouths after one little win? <laughs> yeah, yeah, neutral yeah. Uh, it, it'll be good for them to you know it. practice, um, you know, crying those tears when they lose, choke, uh, eventually choke in the World Cup coming up. So, them's yeah. fighting words, Bart. Them's yeah. fighting words. Yeah. Uh, England versus Australia at Birmingham. Uh, it will be 8 o'clock our time, Friday night. Uh, mm. Did I see you had some weather up there for Birmingham? It looked nice, didn't it? I did. 24 uh, and sunny? Yes. Ooh, where's it gone? If it continues the 26. current form, 26. Slightly cloudy. Oh, the heat wave's back, isn't it? it? Is. Russell Brand's back. <laughs> Monday is raining, so we'll see how it goes. See um, how go. But yeah, to your point on the World Test Championship, I'm just looking at the fixture for the start of the next round of tests. Um, like Australia is playing in every single match through the end of this year into next year. Yeah, so Pakistan um, and Cindy's will be the start. So of obviously, Australia is always going to be. Higher up, uh, well, we'll have a better chance. Well, England, of England getting a higher plays percentage the most of everyone so. because they're playing just yeah, but more tests, ch- I guess. Yeah, but it's percentage, so we also have a chance of getting a lower percentage. True. Yeah, if we drop a couple of games, like they get Which stolen, going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's Pakistan. Yeah. West Indies. West Indies. West Indies at home. <laughs> at home. West Indies at home. No, Pakistan. <laughs> Did we just fucking pants the bejeebus out of them? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know why they're coming back. Anyways. We could talk about it for hours. We don't have that much time, unfortunately. Let us know in the comments. Moving on. Yeah, football. Just a brief wrap-up of round 15. Uh, Probably State of Origin teams will be the bigger talking point. Titans, Tigers, caught that on a Thursday night. Uh, The Tigers, uh, unfortunate uh, with their injuries. Uh, Appy, broken jaw. Uh, That was the big story. Yeah, what were your thoughts around that? He just got a fine, didn't he? There was no, obviously, no suspension involved. Yeah, it was uh, pretty interesting because they had Brad Fittler, of course, on commentary, and he was very scathing um, on his thoughts on it. But you watch the vision, it's his ball-carrying hand, and he hits him with the back of his hand slash wrist. Um, I think it's just unfortunate that Appy tried to tackle 
you know, a 110 kilo forward with yeah. his face. Big man yeah. on little man kind <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah. yeah. One of the shortest players on the field up against one of the tallest yeah. players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just, we saw how well good he is as a tackler in recent Origin games and I just think he got this run wrong and he got his mm. head in the wrong spot. Mm. Um, and, you know, Big Tano with the force that he can output, yeah, um, connected with his jaw and it broke it. It wasn't as bad as, say, some of, um, I think Hardgrave threw an elbow in, in that that other gra- other game. So I think that's, you know, elbows and uh, leading knees uh, a lot more dangerous than what Tino did there. And uh, to add to the yeah. Tigers' woes, uh, they lost this game, by the way, uh, mm. Luke Brooks, he got snipered, uh, hamstring, probably looking at five to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then the, the chat about him leaving the end of the – uh, at the end of the year, leaving the club, yep. uh, that hasn't gone away. Uh, I think he's confirmed that he's not taking up his option, so his contract's done yep. at the end of the year. So where do we see him ending up? Great question. It's a you know how many of the the big name coaches think they can fix him? Um, he's been he hasn't been bad the last month. Like when they've been winning, there's mm. has, if anyone that's watched Tigers games and watched Luke Brooks in those games, there's hasn't been any problem with with the way that he's played. Yeah, I feel recently. bad. F- I feel bad for him. I think when he came out as a young fella, he was anointed as the next Andrew Johns. Too, the, yeah, too much pressure. Yeah, and, and and never really lived up to that hype. And that's what everyone kind of uh, thinks that he's like a bust, like he he failed. But I think he's a good, solid player. Um, he'd probably play for St George next year. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of the halfback chat might revolve around Ben Hunt and and whether or not he stays. Yeah. Uh, Dragon's got a win. We'll talk about that in just a second. But again, probably the, the best dragon on the field. Uh, so much of what they do revolves around him at the moment. And as a Dragons fan, a one-eyed fan, uh, that one eye will be will be will be full full of tear tears yeah. te- tear uh, if it's one eye. Don't know. Yeah, no, it's still multiple tears. <laughs> yeah, you uh, um, If if Hunt uh, decides to go, but yeah, if if Hunt goes, then yeah. that probably opens the door for a guy like Luke Brooks. If Hunt stays and there aren't any other big sort of moves, it could be the Super League. Could be. I, well, I think there's a lot of chat that there's a. Jimmy I was say, yeah. There's a lot of chat of NRL teams, but you know, they follow your Ben Hunt conversation to finish you off. You know, Canterbury's interested now. So it looks like the Tigers could be interested. He, his thoughts have gone back to Queensland. Um, there's also, you know, if he goes to Canterbury, Kyle Flanagan's been playing well. If the Dragons sign his dad, maybe mm-hmm. you know, that could be a switch. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the halfback um, dominoes. Yeah, big if. The yep. halfback uh, dominoes that I think we mentioned a couple of weeks ago are now starting to tumble over. And then, yeah, I think we'll get a lot of moves um, at that position as they kind of all shuffle around the league. Yeah. What well, do you got, Jimmy? Um, Google, the all knowing Google, when you type in Luke's, Luke Brooks. Um, Hello. Is that me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad that's what was playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah close the other tabs. <laughs> that's it. We know what, we know we? what you Luke, listen to at home. <laughs> Luke Brooks. Uh, all knowing Google, uh, autofills Luke Brooks Raiders. Mm. Ooh, yep. And that's what I've got here as well. So with White and going. Yeah, we'll uh, play who, six. Yeah, who plays six? Can Brooks play six? Could Fogarty play six? Uh, that's, that's interesting. Interesting chat there. Mm. Yeah, I think there would be suitors for him, especially some of those more senior coaches that think, hey, come to us, um, you're fixable, uh, uh, that kind of mm. conversation. So It does happen. Yeah. Think about the well, like Chad I, Townsend going to the Cowboys yeah. and we were like, ah, he's passed. Uh, and then they had like I a, did see an amazing run last I year. I did see Craig Bellamy said, it was like, yeah, I took um, Jerome Hughes, turned him in an international. What do you think I'll do with Luke Brooks? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. They, yeah. You know, I mean, but yeah, but. 
there you know, are, you, prior to five years ago, who who knew really that much about Jerome Hughes? Yeah, well, when Cooper Crock went there, same thing. Like, mm. uh, you know, there are senior coaches that can take these guys and turn them around. Mm. Mm. You just look at what Wayne's done to the Finns. Um, you know, what, there's guys there that have talent of bringing out the best in the talent that they've got. So, yeah. I didn't know heaps of the mm. Jerome Hughes backstory. He played one game in 2013 NRL game for the Titans and then had two years in the absolute wilderness mm-hmm. playing for Townsville Blackhawks, then one for the Cowboys, and then, like you say, Bellamy turned him into into a bona fide superstar. Yep, right when uh, Cooper Cronk was thinking of moving to the Roosters. I feel, again, yeah. I'm sort of reiterating your point. I feel for Luke Brooks that he has been sort of a, a media sort of scapegoat for, for ages and hasn't been in the best system. So it, it will be interesting mm. to see where he does end up. Yeah, and there's more reports that um, Tim Sheen's uh, with their recruitment kind of faltering and not really hitting what they wanted to do. Um, he's either going to be outs or wants out. So there's, you know, uh, unrest at the head coaching position as well at the Tigers. So. Dragons fan here just going. <laughs> Please, no spoon. No spoon for us. Saving our season. <laughs> All right, Crocus 300, Friday night. Mm. Uh, amazing turnout. Uh, it's pretty emotional scenes. Uh, mm. You know, talking mm. about the, the, the tears coming out of the one eye. Uh, mm. Geez, it, it was pretty uh, emotional stuff, uh, even for, for non Raiders fans. Uh, watching him go out there, you know, the kids involved, uh, you know, all the injuries over the last few years. Uh, not mm. many get to 300 games, so mm-hmm. so good to see him do it. Now, outside of all that, pretty lackluster yeah, yeah, yeah. performance from the from the Raiders. Terrible second half. Uh, yeah. Which sort of led me to ask you boys in the group text uh, on Saturday, to where do we see the Warriors? Are they, some people saying contenders, I don't I might, that might be a, a bit of a stretch. Pushing it a little bit. How many games for the rest of the season are they going to play in New Zealand? I think it's one question. I can chase that up. Uh, I think that'd be pretty good. Um, Sean Johnson, Smokey for Dally M as yeah, well. He's so. been uh, like so, so good. Yeah, he be, would have been picking up all their points. Uh, a bit unfortunately, he had a mm. head clash with Elliot Whitehead in this one mm. and had to go yeah, off. Yeah, he got absolutely rocked. Yeah, so I think he'll be in the concussion protocol at least uh, for a little bit. Um, they also have both their buys and two games against the Dragons uh, in hand, so... Uh, make of that a, a, what you will. Mm-hmm. Also, through this origin period, I think they're the only team that doesn't have any origin players, mm-hmm. as it stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, made I'm, of Kiwi internationals. So. I'm just looking here at tough games coming out. They do have a bit of a tough run. Uh, so after Bayer and Dragons, they play South, Para, Away, Cronulla, Raiders. Yeah. I feel like they're exactly where the Raiders are. They're middle mm-hmm. of the pack, which yes. could push into you know top eight side and play finals. Um, mm. With you know the right results going their way, to finish the year, geez, they they play uh, Tigers, Titans, Manly at home, St George, uh, Dolphins. Their last five games are all winnable, so I think that they're, they're definitely in the top eight. I think contenders is maybe a touch of a stretch. Yeah, I don't think they're the same sort of spot where Brisbane Souths and Penrith are at the moment. Yeah, indeed. Manly looked pretty good. Manly looked like contenders uh, Friday night, 58 to helps 18. That's when you have Turbo back. Yeah. <laughs> he was very good. Ruben Gag. I think he's got 30 points in this. Mm-hmm. If my math is any good. Nine goals, three tries, nice, 30 yeah. points. Uh, absolute one-way traffic up there at Brookie. Uh, into Saturday's game. Is, is that two – sorry, for the Finns, is that is that two back-to-back hammerings for them? Yeah. Uh, Fins uh, down. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Wayne has been asked a few times about you know whether he's going to make wholesale changes, etc. And I think he's like, I'm sticking behind my guys. You know, they're just in a rough period at the moment. 
um, fewer injuries, etc. And they're just trying to work it all out. They do get the buy. It's a bit of a buy Mageddon uh, this week, obviously going yeah, into Origin. Origin. Yeah. Uh, so, and they've got a couple guys in in Origin as well. Yeah, and guys yeah. got injured from Origin. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I was a bit horny to talk about the dragons yeah, beating, beating South, although, geez, they nearly bottled it in the last five <laughs> minutes. I was, I was kind of like, oh, South get a constellation, that's cute. Oh, yeah. uh, good for Campbell Graham, he's looking pretty good. Oh, oh fuck, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was kind of my, my thinking. Uh, it was literally three yeah. tries in three minutes. Yeah, yep. uh, but luckily we, the dragons the get, get away to, to win it as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty good game of footy, I thought, obviously, as a, as a Dragons fan. A lot, a lot of scoring, uh, full house in there at Jubilee. Uh, you know, the, the Dragons fans have been pretty vocal about uh, their disappointment with the board. Uh, obviously, hook, you know, getting hooked, uh, you know, about a month ago. Uh, so good to see a big turnout there and, a, and an age-old rivalry. For us, it yeah. does help a little bit, perhaps, that uh, they weren't. The likes of Trell Mitt, Cam Murray, Joy Arrow, Cody Walker. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. uh, but a win's a win. And uh, with the Tigers playing the, the way um, – uh, well, not playing the way they are, but dealing with their injuries is probably a better um, point there. May may not get the first wooden spoon since 1938, although there's a lot of footy still to go. So don't we get too far ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Broncos, uh, Saturday night. I didn't watch this one, but I did see the highlights. Did you catch much of this? I also didn't catch this game, but I saw the highlights. It was a bit of a fullback, um, you know, yep. Queensland fullback so, yeah. showing off. Ponga turned up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yep. Um, and I think I said before, I can definitely see potential of Ponga, you know, playing in a series at some point, you know, barring injuries, etc. cetera. Um, in Queensland series, that is. Um, but just showed that the class they had and – uh, again, Walsh, I think, had two try assists in this and showed why he's still playing, having one of the best seasons so far. And, yeah, it was, um, you know, Adam Reynolds, potential maybe in for New South Wales, mm. and, and Ezra Mann uh, really putting it on in the last 20 um, to get them the win here. That last try they scored was, oh, was so sick. sexy. <laughs> so sexy to get the win. Um, but it, I, I think Brisbane, you know, keep their form going, got a little bit of scare um, here. Uh, I think Cobbo played this game, but then has re-injured his hit pointer and will miss Origin. Yep. Um, which is unfortunate because he got a double, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did score. Uh, yep, Cobbo double, uh, as did Dom so, Young. Which is unfortunate. Newcastle's been a bit like that this year, haven't they? Just sort of struggling to win some of these these close mm-hmm. games. Definitely uh, could be a bit higher on the on the ladder than what they are. Got to talk about Payne Haas. My goodness. 69 minutes, 41 tackles, 7 tackle busts, 222 Meters gained, uh, for mine, best middle in the game, hands down. Let's hope New South Wales play him longer. <laughs> yeah. Play him more like that. Yep. Yeah. 70 minutes. Yeah, that's right. Play 70 minutes. He's a perennial meter eater and tough guy. Um, Chooks, their woes continue. They look very, very ordinary. Uh, I think 30 to 6 probably uh, doesn't really reflect how one-sided this game yeah, was. Uh, the big news was... Um, well, Luai played really well in this. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we'll get to, you know, Mitch Moses also played really well for the Eels. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of guys putting their hands up. Um, Nico Hines on the other side, not so much, but we'll get to that in a second. But the big thing out of this was all the, the fighting, essentially. I think they had double sim bins. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, a few swinging arm Hargroves in there. <laughs> he, I think he knocked yeah. out two guys. Liam Martin is one of them, but I think mm-hmm. he's been cleared of any concussion, mm-hmm. so he should be right to play um, – uh, in Origin, game two. Uh, but that was really the big story. Uh, this, uh, you know, the Roosters 
struggling to score points again. Really struggling with their spine, their banged up injury, etc. Um, and yeah, some some serious questions being asked uh, about the Roosters at the moment. Even Robbo's name. Yeah. Well, I mentioned it last week that mm. you know there's big questions asked, like, oh, well, can you coach when you have no talent? Kind of <laughs> kind of question. You know, don't have you don't have all the, all the the money behind having the best talent in the squad. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That kind of conversation. Yeah. Are you actually a good coach or are you a product of uh, the, the rosters that they've been putting together yeah. under the sombrero? I think if um, you've won premierships, you're a good coach. That's That yeah. would be my take on that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more the, you know, they've had a run of bad years through injury and mm. it's, I think it's just starting to wear on the club. They've just got guys that are just banged up and just can't stay stay active. So, um, And their spine's just broken at the moment. Mm. Uh, I don't think... Um, the cheese has kind of worked out for them. Sam Walker going out injured as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph kind of in and out injured. Um, and t- and Teddy, to his credit, I'll always defend him in in you know people saying he should be dropped from Origin in that chat, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely a step slower than than what he has been in the past. Yeah, it was, he's not getting no service. It's probably the main thing. Mm-hmm. The guys around him to put him in the positions to excel aren't aren't there at the moment. Mm. Penny, I, I don't think they make that as well. Ooh, yeah. We'll have let's have a look at the ladder in just a, just a second because halfway point of the season be interesting to have a look. Uh, Storm belted the Sharks down there. So the only game on Sunday. Uh, Christian Welsh uh, hip drop, so he's going to get. Uh, I think he's been offered one to two. Mm. It's whether challenge you get down. It wasn't the worst one. Like he's, it's one of those ones where the dude's running through the line and he's grabbed him and is trying to drag him down. Mm. Um, it doesn't really land on the legs. Like it looks like he's trying to sit down next to him, like he's trying to do the right thing. Mm. Um, but just as the guys run forward and his momentum just kind of drags Christian onto the back of his legs um, and he got sent off, uh, of course, in bend uh, for a hip drop. So, yeah, it's whether he'll get a week or whether with his prize having none, um, he will um, get off and maybe a fine. Uh, I'd... The reports where he wasn't going to get picked anyway um, at this stage for Queensland, so uh, in the long term it doesn't really matter. See how he kind of just fallen behind and then he just Jeez, not lands much his in legs. that now, yeah. is there? Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah talk it's, about, it's talk about keeps, it all year. The hip drop because he kind of just keeps running and then he just ends up yeah falling on just catches his on. ankle yeah. and in the bin too. Outside of that, uh, Melbourne put on an absolute clinic. Harry Grant <laughs> scored a double. Six. Yeah, very very good. Uh, Munster Hughes, the usual suspects. Uh, Hines, Hines. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was bad enough to for you know people to say that he should be out of the seventeen. I think he he'd definitely be in the seventeen. But is he wearing seven or is it a a utility role? Yeah, I think Sharks have larger problems than Nico Hines at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm. they kind of just seem like the team that's tired after mm. last year. They're kind of going in this year and they're just. Haven't it's kind of like the Cowboys. They haven't really recaptured the, the mojo they had, and the big thing is they yeah, haven't. A bit rough yeah. with them being fifth and the Cowboys fourteenth. But also, <laughs> Cronulla has not beaten the top eight side this that year. That is, and that is, a, they're zero from nine. That is a big, big stat there. Yeah. Uh, today, I didn't actually. I saw Parramatta won comfortably, but I was driving back from the coast, thirty-four to twelve. Any highlights? Anyone who's watching the footy? No, I just heard uh, Moses was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the King also good. Oh, yeah, the, the King. He got yeah. a hat-trick, didn't he, on, on mm-hmm. the King's birthday. So Yeah, he did. Uh, King doing King things there. Uh, Moses' numbers, for those all wondering. 
120 metres gained, nearly 400 kick metres, five tackle busts. Uh, yeah, definitely. Two try assists is probably the two big tri- thing two for, tri- for assists, A line break, line break assist uh, definitely played out of his skin, did his chances no harm. Table? Yeah. Uh, yep. Penrith got the ladder there. Penny and then Broncos. Now, this is grinding my OCD gears a little bit this year with the, yeah, d- the, buys. the double buys. Yeah, yeah. So, so Penrith have had both their buys, whereas Brisbane have had none. Yeah, and so and uh, same with Storm and then into Souths as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So so Penrith, Brisbane, Storm, Rabbitohs. Uh, I think I'd be confident to say that top four is a pretty clear tier one. Yep. Then it gets interesting. Yeah. Sharks, Warriors, Raiders, Manly. That rounds out the top eight. Eels, Titans, Dolphins, Roosters. Knights, Cowboys, and then the Spoon race is kind of interesting uh, for us as Dragons fans. <laughs> Dogs, Tigers, Dragons. Tigers about to lose you know, two of their best players for the next six weeks, unfortunate, uh, and have also had both their buys. I feel like from Knights down, none of those will play finals. Yeah, I think that's that's a Eels roosters, Eels, roosters, and, you know, that period could sneak into the eight, uh, and it probably depends if those, you know, five through six, uh, five through eight, sorry, um, so Sharks do too manly, whether one of those teams kind of slips up and falls down. It's so mm. tight there. Look, so from the from rabbits at eighteen points, uh, in fourth spot to uh, to even Newcastle there at thirteenth. Yeah. Uh, so 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 three <coughs> points three points separates fourth and thirteenth at the moment. Yeah, and it'll be a lot. Cl- and of course, there's lots of games in hand, etc. It'll mm. be a lot clearer with buys um, when it comes up because you could say. Uh, so Brisbane probably yeah. one at the moment and yeah. South might yeah. even be two um, mm-hmm. based on the fact that they've got um, two buys in hand compared to Penrith and the Storm. Cowboys also have two buys in hand there as well. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's it's interesting. There, I suppose the chat as well uh, will continue week to week as to which team will be 18, but we spoke about that last week with possible yeah. Papua. Yeah. No new mm. news on expansion nah. for either leagues um, so far. All right, let's get stuck into the main course, <laughs> which is State of Origin. Uh, it's must win for for the Blues, mm-hmm. uh, and Queensland would definitely like to avoid going down to a decider Seal it up. in in Sydney. Uh, but they announced their team this afternoon. Sean, a resident Queensland fan, do you want to run us through it? Yeah, well, largely unchanged, uh, besides forced injuries. Yeah. So pick uh, and stick, mate. We pick and stick yeah. up here. Yeah, we pick and stick. <laughs> <laughs> we pick and stick. Yeah, and what, well, the other thing is, I think that was a good reason, I guess. Well, the, I think the other point is uh, all the replacements have played for Queensland as well. So there's no dead yeah. Um So Coates comes in for Cobo, kind of a straight swap there. Um, and he's been playing pretty well for the Storm in recent weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nanai gets in for Tom Gilbert, um, as I, I kind of think I alluded to last week. Um, you know, he hasn't had the best season so far with the Cowboys, but still definitely talented and surround him with talent and uh, I think he'll go all right. Um, and then how do you say Mo's last name? Fotowaka. Fotowaka from the Titans goes goes in for – it's easier when I just p- p- parrot you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's do Max Verstappen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, replaces um, Jai Arrow, of course, um, who had the Sinsosmosis. So – Interesting, AJ Brimson uh, also you know, yeah. had played for Queensland, comes in as 18th. I think that's purely just cover for like everywhere because <laughs> he can play. He's a, he's a true utility, isn't he? Yeah, he could play one through to seven, cover Ben Hunt nine or even Harry Grant at 14. Like mm-hmm. he could fit in all over the place. Um, so I think that's why he's there as 18th man. It kind of really works. Uh, and then Corey Horsburgh gets, gets a call up. Um, 
bit unfortunate for Corey. He played two terrible games going in game one, played a good game post that. Then had a pretty average game against New Zealand. Um, but they have uh, decided to include him in the squad um, uh, as 19th man, which basically means he'll um, carry water and uh, have a few laughs and that's probably about it. I have no <laughs> doubt that he will play Origin at some stage. Uh, he's having having a lights-out year for the Raiders. Uh, probably that last bench spot was was Fodawaka or, or um, Big Red Horse. Brah! Uh, as the New South Wales team, uh, at team fan uh, of the team, uh, yeah, a little, little bit worried that you bring in three guys and all of them have origin experience. Uh, Coates yeah. is, is sort of built for, for big games. Nano having a little bit of a down year, but we spoke about you know, the yeah. year that he had last year, one of the best you know, rookie years Yeah, uh, I think, I think he'll, he'll do all right if he's like running off Munster. I think he'll be okay. And, uh, and Photo Wakehead sort of just goes under the radar up there at the, at the Titans a little bit, uh, mm. but but gets the, the job done in the middle. It's a pretty uh, formidable team, uh, you know, only having to, to make replacements through injury. Yep. And speculation, mm. I guess, for New South Wales with the team only going to be announced tomorrow. It's Tuesday, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. tomorrow, bro. I, I, yeah. I think I made that <laughs> mistake. Yeah. 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 It is currently Monday. We normally do a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through a predicted ish team, although. Who really knows? Uh, mm. Teddy, I think, is safe as the uh, captain, yeah, uh, the incumbent, despite a fair bit of the social media news um, or noise, maybe. Uh, Dylan Edwards, I think, will play Origin at some stage, but I don't think he'll be announced tomorrow. Uh, I think To'o and Fox are pretty safe on the wings. Yep. Big news with Latrell Mitchell. Uh, apparently, he's, he's gotten through his fitness... Test, which means yep. that you have to have – he's playing. If he's fit, he plays. Yep. That's mm. a no-brainer. So, Stephen Crichton was arguably our best outside back in game one. Does he go – does he miss out? Because you probably played turbo over him. Or there's a – I suppose there's a world where Crichton gets pushed out to the wing. Pick your best players, bro. But then, you, then you're playing him out of position. I, th- I think Critter is going to miss out. Yeah, I think it's got to be turbo. I think the Turbo, yeah. when he's on, he's too good. He looked like a bit like old Turbo mm-hmm. uh, on Friday night, spanking of the fins. Um, and I think Critter misses out. Yeah, agree. The halves, uh, these, the big, 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 big question. talking point. Uh, yeah. where, where do we start? Because confirmed, Cleary is out. So it's then do you carry Luai? Because you really kind of have been picking them for the connection. Less, he's been good. But I think the connection probably mm. overrules it. Um, and then it's... Probably you start with seven. Who's your halfback? Then it makes you a decision on who you want to pick as six. Mm. Um, Which is interesting given that Luai is the established half. Like normally you'd pick yeah. it the other way. But is Luai a two-for-one deal? Is he, you know... Yeah, he's Robin to Batman. That's right. He's the power aid that you didn't really need from the servo, but you, he gets <laughs> thrown in there anyway. So <laughs> you're going to have it. It's only another dollar fifty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jerome Luai is a good football player in his own yeah. right, and and he compliments Nathan Cleary very well in that that mm. he's he's very good running the football. Cleary's so good with his kicking game. Uh, Luai gives you that little bit of of X factor, perhaps that that Cleary doesn't have. Um, but you take Cleary out of the equation. Do mm. what do they do at seven? I think, like you said, 
then you have to work backwards from there. Because, because Reynolds' kicking game, or even yep. Mitch Moses, is is better than Hines. Mm-hmm. So if you yep. had one of them, then you sort of lean more towards Luai keeping his spot there. Yep. But if Hines goes straight into the seven, you that's a big sacrifice in, in kicking game mm-hmm. from what we've seen. Yeah. And the blokes only learnt the position, albeit wearing, winning a Dally M <laughs> in the in the last <laughs> eighteen months to twenty four months. So is it a package deal? And Cleary's gone, so that therefore Luai goes. Do they go yeah. the old South combo of of Walker and Reynolds? Yeah, well, a lot, if, a lot I was going to say that, that. Yeah, you, if, you if focus you, so much on the Penrith combination. There's mm. there's a lot of names there that are Rabbitohs or maybe even ex Rabbitohs there as mm. well. Yeah, um, and especially especially, especially with, with Cook, Cook coming, coming in, in yes. but like makes yeah. sense yeah. for the injured Appy. Yeah, well, I think everything you said about Luai, I think Cody Walker does better. Mm. Plus, I think he's a better ball player as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Uh, so you know you got that that option if if you want that then that's Walker and then like you said Adam Reynolds makes sense as your mm. kicking option your old head that can run around um, and then he's also there's also been that uh, rhetoric he's like he's not he's not a young rookie making his de- debut in Queensland to try and win a series and the, you throw you know throw a young fellow to the walls essentially well and the fact that he plays at Suncourt week in week yeah I, I think yeah. He's, I think that's a fair point yeah um, but then also Moses has. Played Origin, uh, played pretty well. Um, but then neither of those guys have won a Dally M, but then also those teams, they've beaten guys in the top eight this year. <laughs> so yeah. uh, There's a lot of ifs and buts, yeah. isn't there? Um, I think I've, I've, I've said um, I think Souths are, are the best team in the comp at the moment with mm-hmm. ta- the talent-wise and the way they're playing, um, yeah, especially when they have the whole team playing. That's caveat, mm-hmm. <laughs> the 17. And if you've got Trell Mitt in there and you've got Cook and you're going to throw Walker in there, to me, the Adam Reynolds having that previous connection just mm. maybe makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd, I'd also say pick the best players. And I think Hines is probably the best halfback out of those three and I think Walker's the best six. So Walker and Hines. As a Queenslander, mm. is that the combination that you would like us least to pick? Yes. Watch us go out and pick someone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that's a, a reasonable six seven there uh, in in Walker Hines. Yeah, so I say reasonable. The, yeah. the, the Dalian winner and, and arguably the most informed six in the, in the comp this year. Yep. I had a side question for you. I had this thought: if DCE had pulled his hammy, who do you think would play halfback uh, outside of Ben Hunt for Queensland? Hunt would have been my yeah. initial. That's a good question. Sam Walker's hurt at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's very dire. <laughs> mm. Fogarty? Is Bingo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be the most informed halfback. Yeah. We'd be Fogarty. So. Yeah. yeah. And you guys have three to pick from, plus the one already injured. The depth is an Irish. I saw someone pick a a reserves team, yeah. that all guys that didn't play game one. I was like, what's that fucking pretty good team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So death isn't the issue, and I suppose we spoke about it last week as well. Like, why it's it's a culture yeah. thing. Like, what is going on with the talent? No one is yeah. questioning. It's yeah. it's winning games in Origin, yeah. but uh, that's you know. If you listen, listen to that discussion. Check out last yeah. week's episode. Yep. And it's also getting that combination right. Like, you have so many players to pick from. Like, what's the right set of players to pick? Mm. Do what Queensland does. Pick the best ones. <laughs> well, <it> clearly <laughs> hasn't worked for us. <laughs> we haven't been picking the best ones. That's my point. Yeah. Walker and Hines, I, I, I don't mind that. Walker and Hines for mine. Monks, anything to add? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of do lean a little bit more towards Reynolds. Um, uh, I feel I, he's I, kicking, but yeah. yeah, I don't know if that leads you a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Fiddler's going to outthink himself. He'll pick Lil Wayne and Moses. 
<laughs> it's going to be interesting. We're going to find out in about 12 hours. Yeah. Now, all yeah. reports are that uh, Tafeta Pangai Jr. is going to miss out. He yes. got through today's game uh, unscathed. Uh, his offload, uh, look, you're not going to put it all down to that, but it was definitely a catalyst in, in us losing game one. Uh, this one is really up in the air too. So Regan Campbell-Gillard played today, only just came back from injury. Lots of chat about Spencer Lenyu, uh, you know. Freddie and Panthers, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I don't think that's all reports. And I think he probably oh, – would you put him on the bench? And he'd be the bench guy. And, and start uh, Junior Paolo and uh, and um, Payne Haas. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because I think that probably makes more sense because then he would ro- with, rotate with uh, um, Paolo as their first kind of uh, forward rotation and then Haas could probably play the first – hole of the first half and then – um, maybe have a break to start the second and then play the, the back end of the game. So Got to utilise Payne Haas, hey? Yeah, Got to. exactly. Tavita um, Totola from South, if they want more South players, then it's definitely an option. But uh, that, that one will be interesting to see who partners uh, Payne Haas picks himself, obviously, as the other as the other middle forward. Yeah. Uh, I think, if anything, maybe um, there might be some rotation. Uh, I haven't seen any reports on whether Hudson Young was going to be picked or not again, but I feel like he probably won't start. I think they might go more Murray or Martin uh, as a starter. Uh, to go along with Tyson Frizzell and Isaiah Yo picks himself as the lock forward. Who's your utility? Mm. Well, the, again, that all depends on who plays seven. Mm. So if mm. they... if We haven't talked about... Like, Matt Burton was 18th man in the last game. and He, he could play six. He, he could play seven. He <laughs> could go straight in there. There's so many options. It's, I would hate to be Freddie in the selection panel uh, tonight because... I'd, that'd just all be in the team if it was up to me. Yeah. Uh, might be a little short on middle forwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I think it's hard now to pick a bench without a starting 13. But well, uh, we, as long as we mention yeah. all the names. Reese Robson. Reese uh, Robson's put so, in the squad. So he yeah. could be 14. And I think that's hurt us as well. Uh, you know, when Appy's had to play 80 minutes without having a true uh, hooker, we've seen the, the combination of of Ben Hunt and Harry Grant working so well mm-hmm. for the Maroons. Do we take a page out of their book and go with two recognised hookers? And I think Robson's probably a good option because he's got a bit of exercise as well. Mm. Like he could, um, mm. you know, come in, play, you know, give Cook a breather when you want and then switch it back and then instead of taking him off, he can play. Yeah, he can slide into the second row somewhere. Yep. Mm. We'll find out in about 12 hours So probably yep. by the time most people are listening to this We'll have a team and you can see how wrong we were <laughs> Queensland <laughs> No, how wrong Fittler was <laughs> Either or Alright, let's uh, bring south of uh, the Rombarassi line Thursday night, the Budweiser, he played his 350th, but much like uh, Toot Croker, uh, they lost as well. Uh, Only 22 Aussie Rules players have ever played 350. Uh, I was having a look at the numbers. I don't think he'll finish top 10. In fact, I'm confident he won't. Uh, Adam Good's uh, fellow uh, Indigenous Sydney Swan there. 372. Yes, I do think it's Buddy's last year, uh, given how far or, you know, how many finals so games ma- they play? What does he max out? Yeah, like three sixty-five. Yeah, tops. Yeah, tops. I think. Th- yeah, it'll be provided he doesn't go around again, which I'd be very, very, very surprised if he did. Uh, yeah, sort of low three sixties, and provided he doesn't get hurt. But as you can see from that list there, that gets him. He's going to jump a fair few people. So the, the n- names on there are, are pretty big. Uh, Eddie Betts, Matthew Pavlich, Joel Selwood, 
um, Paul Rule, Ruse, uh, Gary Ablett, um, John Blakey. That's that's um, uh, the lizard. Um, is Nick Blakey uh, his teammate? That's his old man. So mm-hmm. he's probably going to go to yeah twelfth, thirteenth, something like that all time. And he's definitely this is one I can tell you with one hundred percent confidence. He's, he's going to finish fourth on the goal scorers list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's still. 250 200 odd goals behind Chief Dunstall. Yeah. But he did he went past Doug Wade uh in this game so so he'll be fourth all-time in goals. Mm-hmm. And again the the question is now with the way that the game is uh will anyone ever kick a thousand goals again? Mm. Yeah, I doubt it. Anyways, talking all about buddy, <laughs> the Saints did win this game. Uh Rowan Marshall great for them. Did you boys see the Dan Butler tackle? This is concerning for me if this is a week in um, the modern game. Uh, obviously, player safety, yada, yada, yada. Uh, to me, this looks like a textbook from the beh- from behind tackle. Uh, those words came out wrong. Um, <laughs> if this is a week, I don't know what precedent we're setting in the AFL. Um, if you haven't seen it, check out the the Dan Butler tackle and let us know your thoughts. I'm sure Saints fans would be pretty upset about um, about the result from this one. We've got ads coming through there. Thank you, Adam awesome. Wegner, joining us in the chat, who will be Australia's Red Bull openers after Warner and Kawaja uh, after they retire. Well, that's a great question because Kawaja's not far off retirement age either. I think he's 36 years of age. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably, you know, need to do the old. 30 seconds or less in answering this one because this could uh, be a 30-minute conversation. I think Harris is anointed and it'll be him and Travis Head. You think Travis Head is going to go up the order? Yeah, I think so. I think he's batting too well at five. I know, but he also batted well at, you know, opening. So mm. uh, uh, maybe they start with <laughs> 30 that. 30 seconds or less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe right. they start that. with that and then see. I think Cam Bancroft needs a go. Um, Redemption song. Yeah. Sing yeah. this song of freedom. Well, uh, th- those three are my options. Uh, I, I don't know if Pukowski's going to play test cricket play again. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I want him it's, to. Yeah. I want him yeah, to. Yeah, that's don't get me wrong, but he's missing so much. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's probably the options. And yeah. I, th- I think if, you know, head goes up, maybe um, footbrush comes back in. Uh, down in the, the order. Down yeah. the order a little bit. So long term, are we saying Harrison Bancroft? 30 seconds or less. With, 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 with head, head. With some head. sort of conv- that kind of combination. And, and Henry Hunt, the question comes up. Mm. Uh, an unbelievable talent. Very, very young. Now, for mine, Henry Hunt's probably four or five years off playing test cricket. Keep that name in mind. Uh, mm. four or five, no, he probably could be 18 months off playing test cricket. Yeah. But I think the, the <laughs> anointed Marcus yeah. Harris is Those going other to be three, there. The other three will get a Ben first. Yeah. Um, and then, then we can start talking about the likes of Henry Hunt, Pekoski, if he ever gets right. Yeah. Sam Whiteman's pretty good. Exactly. Well, let's think about what that looks like Christmas next year when they when they go through that series. And if the openers are struggling, they'll be looking for different options. Yeah. Kawhi just played himself into having like a year of bad form <laughs> before you need that. <laughs> don't have any conversations there, but uh, it's a good question there. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the Dan Butler tackle here. Um, this... Is it just a good tackle? It just looks like a good tackle. Yeah, from, it's a good tackle. from behind, like I don't yeah. know, like what are you? Su- he stays down. What are you supposed he, to do there? And I'm not sure, Jimmy, if you want to pick up the McLuggage one because that was interesting. So I don't think that well, it wasn't picked up in the game, and I don't think it actually went to judiciary afterwards. But it, he hits his head on the ground. I think's the main thing. That's just a hard but tackle. That's, but that's not. How does Dan Butler have control over that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't. They've, you know, he doesn't know how strong the dude's neck is and whether he will or won't hit. He just hit him as 
hit him hard to make a tackle. I, uh, I, I don't think so. And I kind of feel like the AFL is going to that precedent of like taking tackling out of the game. It's a dangerous precedent. It's just like handball kicks. Uh, move Dan the ball Butler's done everything points. within. Like that's a good textbook tackle. It's unfortunate that that the head makes contact with the ground, but there's no slinging action. There's no. It's not high. It's not late. It's so. Yeah. So watch this one. There is slinging action. Uh, Hugh kind of tucks his head and hits it on the ground, uh, knocks himself out, and he's um, prone on the ground for like a good minute and a half. Mm. Um, but then you know they played on, and uh, and I don't think anything came of uh, this post. Um, Post the match either, so oh, it only shows the end result. Oh, there. poor fella! See so him pick it up. Very groggy there. Yeah. Was, I'm sure it'll it show it again. <clears throat> so he's got it. Get spin around, bang into the ground, and yeah. he's, he's out. So you know, there's more. There, of there is slinging there. Yeah, but again, to me, like all you know, thoughts with Hugh. Hopefully, recovering well from from a pretty nasty concussion there. Again, that seems just like a legal tackle. Yeah. To, yeah. They, they, they don't like the slinging. I think so the, the the big thing in the recent weeks is mm. um, those slinging, slinging like tackles, and especially when it slings and you hit a dude in the ground. Um, there's been a lot of guys getting um, you know, sent to match review committee for those ones. Yeah. The um, sling's different because you have con- you do have. Con- I know it does happen very quick, and it's hard, like a lot of people that play even. You know, park Aussie rules have had to try to train that out of your out of your brain. Yeah, you're, try, swing, you're trying to tackle action. like in th- through a guy and down. It's not like grab a dude, spin him round, and uh, <laughs> put yeah. him on the ground. So, like that to me, the first one, the Dan Butler tackle, is fine. And I would have yeah. thought the second one is, you know, the slinging. If that's uh, what they're trying to get rid of, that would be um, worse, in my opinion. Yeah, it's hard because like. Just the nature of the tackle because he's wrapped his arms up, which is a good tackle you want to do. He hits his head on the ground, and you you can't avoid that. Again, hoping <laughs> Mick Blakey's all, all good, yeah. but I don't know what world we're living in if that's uh, a dangerous tackle. They'll steal that's a, not a free kick. Yeah, uh, they'll steal an NFL rule and uh, make defenseless um, ball carriers and stuff like that. Yeah, well, the problem with the AFL is the 360 degree game, so mm-hmm. as you're always defenseless. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you if you can't see the dude, you're defenseless. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting precedent. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they adjudicate stuff like that moving forward. Yeah. Port Adelaide continue their winning ways, hundred and seven to eighty five uh, point winners in Melbourne uh, against the Dogs. That's ten on the trot for them. Charlie Dixon he booted four, looked very very good in this one. Boys, we've been talking about Nick Dacos, Nick Dacos, Nick Dacos. Mm-hmm. He is uh, the Brownlow favourite and should be f- uh, given Still the way dollar seventy. Given the way that he's been playing, I think he's a touch over two bucks perhaps. Um, Zach Butters is definitely one to watch. We mm. do see guys get rubbed out all the time through injury or suspension. Um, he his last five games, like he's vo- he's he's had a plethora of votes, if you yep. will, um, including a, a forty-one disposal uh, game against the D's a few few weeks ago. He hasn't had a game under twenty-five posies since round three. Mm-hmm. He had thirty-one in a sausage roll in this one. Uh, He's twenty three years of uh, twenty two, perhaps. Uh, it could be a young, a young winner. We're seeing, you know, the winners be younger and younger as a as a general trend. Definitely one to keep in in uh, in your mind for punters and AFL fans. And Port Adelaide definitely one to keep an eye on. They are second on the ladder and can they win the comp on form? Yeah, definitely they can. <laughs> I can know they can win the comp. Yeah, I feel like this is the what they wanted last year and they started so poorly. They yeah. threw the year away. They're more, hel- they're more healthy this year. Yeah, exactly. 
they, yeah. this is this is the Port Adelaide team I think they ex- expected. So, actually, even now with uh, following Collingwood's loss uh, on points, there the Prison Bars mm-hmm. one and two. Uh, we spoke about the McLuggage um, concussion, but uh, uh, Brisbane did go down to Hawthorne. Hawthorne. In, uh, in this one, uh, Sean, you watched it. Uh, Lions um, fan, your unfortunately, thoughts? Unfortunately, yes, I did. Um, and I feel like, uh, you know, we've talked a fair bit about you know, how um, the Lions struggle to play away from uh, home, from the Gabba. Mm. And I think th- this game, being at the MCG, was clear as day because um, the MCG is uh, – much bigger than the Gabba is. Mm. Um, and the amount of space that Hawthorne had and the amount of like free options they had, they just ran around them. Mm. Uh, mm. I, I think the Lions, um, you know, the, top, the way their team is built and the style they play, they've got a few older heads. They might not have the, the pace that some of the, the other teams do. Um, you know, suits them really well at the Gabba, but go to somewhere like the MCG. You know, they play pretty well in Geelong, another smaller ground. But... Uh, here at the MCG and a bigger ground, they, yeah, they can they get found out. I feel like they did. You know, when I when I watched games where they've played really poorly, it's been uh, where they've you know been found out with a bit of extra pace and that the, the, their style of play doesn't fit with the bigger grounds. So, um, I, uh, <coughs> I I that's my my feeling in watching this. And you you watch this game. It, yes, they played pretty poorly, but also I think you just watch it and the effort the Hawthorne guys had and. You know, a guy would get a ball and he had three or four different options just completely unmarked and they just ran all over him. So um, it was a very dismal showing. And uh, again, we'll make that stay, statement the Lions have to go away and figure out how to win games uh, away from Queensland. It's not a big mm. difference, you wouldn't think, that between the MCG and the Gabba. Obviously, the, the G's, you know, a fair bit bigger. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is that is that what it is? Is is it the conditions? They like the the warmth, um, you know, the humidity up there that plays into it. I'm not not really sure. Uh, interesting that you mentioned. Yeah, Geelong. Geelong is tiny. It's actually the it's the smallest AFL field currently at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's field size. It's. I think it's the travel. I think it's the same thing that's been their issue yeah. for the last ten years. Uh, they, they lack pace. I think it's the main thing, mm. especially in their back line. They've got a lot of big talls playing in their back line. Mm. Um, you know, Daniel Rich is, you know, doesn't have the legs but that he nah. once did. So, um, and, you know, if they get buried down there and then they have, uh, um, you know, struggle to get it out, which they did in this game, they were buried in their own half for the majority of the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, they, they struggle to kind of clear it out and get, get involvement back into the, you know, what is their strength? They're, they're small forwards in their forward line. Kudos to the Hawks, uh, big scout for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Mitch Lewis booting for James Sicily, uh, probably on the on the cusp of an All-Australian again this year. Uh, he had 32 disposals in this one, including 23 kicks. Mm-hmm. All right, the, the, yeah. probably the big um, talking point from Saturday in the AFL was the Texans, 250th. Uh, Adelaide go out and kick a, a casual 27 goals at the Adelaide Oval. He boots 10 of them. Uh, the Crows were like a dollar and two cents to win this game. Now West I know West Coast has been bad. I didn't. They're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like the Crows are like a like a, a mid tier team. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not like they're going up against yeah. you know Collingwood or, or Port. Maybe the bookies knew the occasion. This was going to be one way traffic, uh, and it was uh, one way traffic throughout the entire game. One hundred and twenty 
two was the was the winning margin. Uh, the Crows posting the biggest score of the year by a fair bit. Yeah, I think West Coast. You know. Uh, have been playing bad, but their injury tolls only getting worse. I feel like I saw an image that said they had like 600 games worth of experience on the sideline at mm. the moment. So, mm. um, yeah, I think they're, they're just struggling. They're in all sorts. They've just mm. all gotten old at the same time, haven't yeah. they? I, I didn't think they were going to be this bad this year. Like, no one had high hopes for them. Um, but, yeah, they've they've been the worst team by by a, a ways mm-hmm. uh they are only four points behind north melbourne but then it's like it gets a fair bit away from them after that yeah they concede a lot of points and they don't score very many based on what jimmy's just highlighted there i wonder what they're paying for the spoon it's, <laughs> it's not a dollar and two cents uh as you know <laughs> what the crows were paying in this one i'll chase that up but uh it, it would be pretty short odds i'd imagine uh, Fremantle then, of course, took on uh, Richmond in the next match with uh, the Tigers getting a win. Uh, great weekend for the Tigers on the field. A uh, little bit horrible for it off the field at the moment um, with uh, Pickett getting picked up. Um, is the, the the big major story getting picked up for, what did they say, 12 charges of mm. uh, burglary, stealing $400,000 worth of items. <laughs> Uh, and this is from the off season as well, so mm. it's sort of charges relating to 2022 to start of 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's all sort of come to fruition over the weekend. Uh, he's in big trouble. Yeah, he like is. he, he, you know, everyone knew the story. Made a debut in a grand final. Mm-hmm. Only a handful of players have done that in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, had spent time in jail before. Mm-hmm. Um, the Allegations of, are very, very serious. If mm-hmm. he does get charged, um, well, he's, sorry, he's been, been, charged. been charged. If he does get convicted, I should say, uh, it's definitely jail um, again. Yes. Now, the flip side is that Pickett's people have come out and said he's got nothing to do with it. It was a group involved. His name's just been thrown into it. They're going to fight the the allegations very uh, hard and, and clear his name. So it's all a little bit too early to, to comment on too much. Yeah, but you would think mm. the coppers would have some evidence for the reason for why they've included him and charged him. Yep. Monks, you got the story? So, uh, yeah, news article says police prosecutors said it would be alleged that a camp event was hired under Pickett's name, uh, mm. which was then driven interstate. Um, and he received sums of six grand and nine grand into his bank account. Why, the, um, if that is true, and that's it, again allegations at this stage, what the fuck is going through his head? He'd be on half a million bucks. Yeah, like what? He's like, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays yeah. out. It, but, and, but may it sounds more based on that is more of an accessory than um, uh, than actually doing the burglary. Like he's 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 used his more he, dumb in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 they've You're used not his, even the mastermind. Yeah, this is like yeah. that. Mace asks, "Hey, can I can I use you to?" And, you know, hire a, a camper van. And he's gone, yeah, sure, yeah. whack my name on it. And it's like, I'll flick you some cash for doing so. Yeah. But I think the sums of cash kind of leads to that maybe he knew more about what was going on or mm. what was happening. But. Well, further says that um, it's alleged that he purchased some clothing which um, is alleged to have been seen on CCTV uh, from the incidents. Um, as you mentioned before, um, he's got those priors as well from 2010-11, so... Maybe yeah. running with the wrong crowd. Yeah, well, well, definitely. Bit of a jar rant. But it's... Um, <laughs> a bit more serious than jar rant. Yeah, a bit more serious than jar rant. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Although waving a gun around in this country might get, land you in a bit of trouble too. Yes, true. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's too early to really comment much further than than what's you know what's been said. Mm. There are other big story out mm. of this game that I wanted to talk about, and Jimmy, if you could find it, I believe Sean Darcy has been offered a massive contract by the Pies. Um, can you ah. check if I have? I know it's Darcy. I just want to make sure I've got the team right because I'm pretty Makes sure there was. I haven't really like Darcy Cameron's a pretty good ruck yeah. when he's going, but there've been games this year when he's been hurt. They've haven't gone with a uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a notable ruckman. So yeah, that that kind of makes sense, especially with Luke Jackson going back and you know signing on for. I said Sean, bro. Sean, my Sean. name. I'm getting there. Um. What was the other story? Uh, Basha Hooley as well. Uh, ah, okay, yeah. yeah. Involved in a, a horrendous car accident over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, by all accounts, but he's broken his pelvis and several bones. And, yeah, it's um, a long rehab. Yeah, so it's going to be a long rehab for him. So, so great weekend for the Tigers. They actually won this game and winning over there uh, in... In uh, in WA against uh, a Frio team, which has been improved this year, um, no no easy feat. Uh, coming off all the dimmer stuff last week, uh, and then it just goes from bad to worse with with uh, with the picket stuff and and Hooley. So mm-hmm. interesting to see for for Tigers fans and the team how they how they bounce back from it. Ah, it's Geelong. Geelong, not not Colin. Well, I knew it was one of the top teams. Geelong. It's got the bands around the the, mm. the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> also, kind of makes sense. Makes mm-hmm. makes sense. Often, you know, we'll we'll go with uh, with Stanley and Blitzarves going the the tag team uh, there, but you know, both pretty good uh, players in their own rights outside of the ruck. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see if that happens. Either way, reading that, it looks like he's a big payday inbound for Sean Darcy. As we yeah, one of the premier. Rucks at the moment. Well, um, yeah, exactly. Even and if and he, very, very young too. Even so. if he doesn't leave Freo, that's a fair bit of leverage there to, to get a bit more coin. Yeah. Uh, GWS? Yeah, just breeze over this. Um, you know, GWS getting the win down there. Uh, at Blundstone Arena, uh, Toby Green, very good. 24 posies, three goals in this one. We have to talk about it. I don't really want to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> How are you feeling this year, Peppy? We're following dragons and in, in, in the blues at the moment. We kind of knew that the dragons weren't going to be great, so that hasn't come as a big surprise. The dragons, as well, have lost a lot of games against really good opposition by mm-hmm. a try. And again, they're still still losses. The coach got sacked. Yeah, the yeah. boards are schmozzles. Blah blah blah. Being competitive, etc. Some some of these Carlton games are, are, are really, dreadful. Are quite frustrating to watch, <laughs> uh, given given the kick. You know, it's it's this one problem in that they get a lot of center clearances, they get a lot of inside fifties, and well, con- converting that into points. Read the stat is, line is for what, pro- what did they kick in this one? Six goals, sixteen, <laughs> which hasn't been that out of the ordinary for, the, for them this year. And it's it's a lot's been spoken about. Harry Mackay and all of his woes. Uh, he didn't get super involved in this one. Poor Charlie Kerno has the, you know, the opposite effect. He gets heaps of footy, um, uh, clunked a lot of marks. He just didn't kick very straight. Yeah. Uh, two goals, four in this. Contagious. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's not, and you can't just put it down on your, your two tools because yeah, yeah. they're both, you know, common winners. Like mm-hmm. you get, they need to do a little bit better finishing, sure, but yeah. uh, service, etc. And they it's a, it's a whole team issue as yeah. well when you know. It, your smalls, are, uh, you've got these two massive targets out there that can clunk a mark. Your smalls need to be making more of a contribution. You've mm. got this really elite midfield um, in in Cripps, Walsh, and Cheras come along le- leaps and bounds mm. um, that that should be doing 
What, what, what they was sh- really, on paper, they sh- they just should be a lot better than what yeah, they well, are. Considering they only just missed out on the eight last year and mm. they, they started really well. Um, yeah. They've lost seven out of their last eight games. Mm. They sit 15th. Mm. What was uh, Steamer's stat? Have they five games in a row with less than 60 points? Yeah, they can't score points. That's, that's the issue. That's the issue. That's and, you, and you look at this, like they had 22 scoring opportunities versus 23. So, um, yes, you know, they're not all the same and, you know, you can't... It's 20. One actually, twenty-two versus twenty-one. Yeah. Sco- scores. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yes. So you know they had one more in that regards. Uh, uh, potentially, you know, put put in a goal away. So they're getting options. Yeah. But like you say, it can't convert. Mm. Yeah, and I don't know where it comes. I, I I I said last week I think they had to win this game to to play finals football. I know that's a, a bold statement to make at the halfway mark, but it's just starting to get too far away. They do – the saving grace is the next two games are Hawthorne and Suns after the bye. Mm-hmm. So, like – They'll probably lose the Suns. Well, it's, well these, they, <laughs> they have to – like. We're, I was talking about maybe the season might potentially in terms of final football yeah. may have been over last night. They have to win those two games or it's forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and then following that conversation, I guess, for how badly they're going – more and more pressure is being put on the co- on the coach. No, it's too, it's too on the boss. Too early for mine. Yeah, but like they, the way that the David Teague stuff got dragged out, it mm. was like a season and a half yep. of how long does David Teague last? They get their man in Michael Voss. And uh, he, how long's he, he been there? Shit, what eighteen months? Yeah, like he deserves longer than that. I mm. think. I think it's too yeah. early uh, for for it to to to. For him to be the on the end of the chopping block. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it comes from the rhetoric of, you know, the problems with the club are coachable things, you know. It's like the Roosters, is what you're talking about yeah, before. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I think it's too early. Mm, yeah, uh, I, I tend to agree and I don't think you really want to blow it up and try starting again uh, as well. Plus, no. there's, you know, most of the, the good coaching options were picked up last year in the, the last cycle, so. But it's a yeah. weird year with yeah. coaches, man. It's yeah. a weird, weird year. Yeah. We've seen two of the GOATs. Depart uh, their mm. their respective teams, uh, so who knows? But for mine, no, too much media beat up. Yes, the performances need to be there. Yes, it seems like it's coachable stuff. Yeah. Given that, look at the lists above them in the Giants, mm. Swans, Suns, for example. I don't think their lists are any better. Well, I know for a fact their lists aren't better yeah. on paper than than the Blues list. Yep. But well, I think that's the problem. If Let's come back to this in two weeks. And if they've lost both those games, well, yeah. then you can start. Yeah, yeah you can have that. If, if they, if they, if, if it's a fortnight's time and they've lost to Hawthorne and the Suns, which would mean that their eight losses from nine games, mm. uh, it would mean they're nine from ten. ten. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have the conversation then. Yeah, I think they they should beat Hawthorne. I think and it might be a coin flip against the Suns at the moment. Where do we play them? Well, that's that's an interesting thing. Because based on that. what I saw before, I think they play Suns first. Yeah, and there's a yep. buy there's a buy thrown in there as well, oh, okay. which so always throws rhythm out. Suns at the MCG, at the MCG. then the buy, and then uh, and then it's Hawthorne at the MCG. At the MCG, yeah. And then I think they have a tough run. So then they go at Frio, good luck. Port mm. at home, good luck. Mm. Eagles at home. So so again, you'd imagine they beat the, <laughs> the Eagles. So those those. Those three games that we've highlighted there, Hawthorne, Suns uh, and Eagles. West Coast, have to win. Like, mm-hmm. like yep. That's not even negotiable. And then one of those games there uh, against Frio away or Port at home, they have to they have to win four out of the mm-hmm. next five to even yeah. consider finals football. Yeah, 
Yes, they got to win if they're going to make it. Uh, <laughs> John Madden. Well, what they got to do here is win more games <laughs> yeah, exactly. and they can play final football. Yeah, no, score, you, score more points than the other. Yeah, team. That's yeah, what yeah, they score more points than the other score team. Score more points than the other team. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a bit of a challenging road at the moment, um, especially if they can't score points themselves. So. And, and you look at their percentage there and and the for and against. They've conceded a thousand twenty. So there's nothing wrong with their you know, defensively, that's yeah. that's the same as what the Crows, Bombers, Bulldogs have all have all conceded. But then if you look at the the um, points for, like three hundred points less than, than the Crows. Two two hundred odd also, less than, like they're only, than, than the Bombers. They're only twenty less than say St Kilda is. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they've they've defended really well as a well, comparison. That's, that's the so. comparison. St Kilda's defense has been superb, <coughs> yeah. but it, it's it's score it's it's and not just score it's converting from inside fifty because yes. it's not like they're not getting the clearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm. that's problem number one. I think problem number two we can't get into it too much, but uh, tackling pressure and, and sticking tackles yeah. uh, is probably problem number two. Yeah. yeah. Today, massive game, big Huge freeze. Uh, again, I was driving home uh, from the coast. I didn't catch much of this. I did see the end. But Melbourne uh, breaking the, the Collingwood run. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting to see Collingwood lose a close game. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems over the last two years they've had the, the rub of those uh, pretty much inevitably winning close games. Uh, a massive turnout there, 85-odd thousand. Uh, boys, did you see much of this one this afternoon? I, I didn't, but I kind of feel like this game is Ooh. maybe Melbourne kind of uh, – Pushing their title contentions again. Uh, I, I feel like they're kind of, you know, we've knocked off the top team. You look at their percentage there, it's as good um, as Collingwood. And, you know, they're, they're the two that are far better than everyone else mm-hmm. uh, at the moment. They score a lot of points and they defend really well. Um, Port and Dirty then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, they're... I, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm just going off what I'm seeing in front of me. And, the, you know, their percentage is comparable to where the Lions, St. Kilda and Essendon are. Even the crows, whereas you know they're the the two just ahead of everyone else, just based on you know they've scored more points and they've defended better. Um, Still harsh, I think, for a team that's ten on the trot and eleven yes, two. Yes, but anyways, yes. uh, <laughs> I see where I, I see where we are coming yeah. from. Um, in terms of Melbourne, yes, have shown a bit of a, 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 a shimmer of of premiership D's. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got the numbers here, considering none of us. Uh, Really saw too much of it. I'll just chuck the beanie on. Uh, Jack Viney had himself a day. 32 posies, 11 tackles, a sausage roll. Bailey Fritch had three goals uh, in this one. Uh, had the had Petrarca go? 28. Had Dacosta. Good, good question in terms of... Ah, uh, quiet. I wonder if he copped a tag. Or did he get hurt? He had 17. Oh, no, that was Josh. Sorry. <laughs> 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 nah, he, he had 27. He had 27 and a goal. Yep. Yeah. Fuck, mm, like, uh, probably should have watched some highlights, boys, I think, on this one. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's happened. only just It, it only just, did just happen. Yeah. And that, I think, is footy. Geelong and Gold Coast had the buys. Rattled yeah. us into some basketball. Curry, Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! Uh, NBA Finals, we did cover game one on the last pod. We'll just do a very quick re- recap. Uh, Joker triple-double, Denver win. That's all you need to talk about. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, we did say that uh, the Heat had no help from uh, their role players uh, in game one. Struce, Martin and Robinson combined for two field Chuckle. goals. So 
uh, not really good enough when you know you're really relying on on Bam and Jimmy buckets. Uh, and then game two, game three, game four all happened this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Miami, it is, it's science apparently, uh, Miami, <laughs> Miami win this game. Uh, Joker doesn't get a triple double. He does score 41 points mm-hmm. in this run. Uh, but it was a very different game from, uh, the rest of the heat in yes. that, um, Gabe Vincent had 23, he hit four threes. Max Struess, especially early, uh, hit four threes. Uh, thoughts on this one? This was a work day. It wasn't game two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Game two mm-hmm. was the work day one. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Probably hate you know had a bit of a plan. They played a different style kind of game in that forced Joker you know a little bit to make more options. And I think probably even more was you know Murray is a little bit more quiet. Boom. I think that's um, the point. Yeah, that was the main thing. But you know, game three was the opposite. They kind of both uh, lifted and elevated themselves um, in that. So um, and then you know same story in game four. So mm. I feel like they probably sewn this up. Yeah, I think it's a gentleman's sweep. I think uh, within 24 hours we'll be talking about the Nuggets' first championship, but mm. we'll leave that for next podcast. Uh, obviously, you know, the stats have been done to death for once uh, yeah. a team goes down 3-1. Joker's been so good. I think he was yeah, – they were saying there was some ridiculous stat. It was like 500 points, 200 rebounds and 150 assists or something. He's the only player to ever do that in a in a playoff um, final like series, fi- in like across, across the finals. So, what about um, uh, having a stat line of uh, 23, 10, and 4 and asking them about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 anyone who hasn't seen that, uh, yeah. Jerno asked him about that, and he's like, That's like my worst stat line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, <laughs> shaking his head. Uh, yeah. I think he, he overtook uh, Wilt, uh, Wilt Chamberlain for something. So but that that question that he asked it was regarding that p- peculiar stat yeah. line, which isn't anything to write home about, and yeah, it was yeah. the same stat line that LeBron and KD and Tim Duncan had had. Yeah. And he was just like shaking his head. He's like, what the fuck is this <laughs> question? Like, don't you guys go to university and <laughs> do journalism? So you come up with. Uh, anyways, it was kind of funny. Uh, game three, so both Joker and Jamal Murray triple doubles. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. was Kobe and Shaq talk coming out. There is that a little bit. Well, I've, too, I've, I've been seeing some chat there about too hyperbolic. You know, is Murray the best um, point guard in the, at the moment? Um, uh, and I think well, it's probably too early to anoint him uh, to that kind of uh, talk. But he's been really good, and both him and Joker have elevated their play come finals yeah. time. So yeah, and then that I think has been the the main difference. Their combinations have been crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I. Uh, to say that in one game they l- look like Kobe and Shaq, yeah, okay, I think that's a reasonable statement. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty lofty comparison. Um, is this what you're up about here for yep. breaking Wilt Chamberlain records? So whenever you break anything, that's uh, got Wilt, the steel. Yeah, Wilt's name on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is it? Mark? There you go. The five five hundred points, two hundred fifty rebounds, one hundred fifty assists in a single that's process. Close. That's pretty close. I think that's what you said. Nah, it was two hundred rebounds. rebounds. Yeah, I was off by. Eight triple doubles uh, in yeah. the part, that was the Wilt, Wilt one. He was asked about you know, having more triple doubles than so Wilt, most Wilt most finals. triple doubles in a postseason postseason yep. not in yep. finals. Sorry, yeah. Um, blah blah blah. Something about his uncle. <laughs> 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 his brothers have been getting a lot of airtime as well. Yeah, they but give yeah. it a lot to the crowd. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, uh, that was so that was game three. 
30, 20, and yeah. 10, first time ever in the finals. Well, what I, yeah. I kind of think has been forgotten about this is um, uh, Aaron Gordon's been playing pretty good as a third fiddle for them. So. Both he has been. <laughs> yeah, because I was checking out game four, he was a top scorer. He got mm-hmm. 27 points. So uh, <coughs> I think they just kind of found their rhythm where, you know, they don't have to rely purely on Joker and they're playing mm. good team basketball. Uh, but the fact is they also have Joker in their team to help, mm. help them uh, through those situations. So, yeah, I think it's um, – there's for the taking. It'll be a very, very big turnaround from the Heat. Whether they can kind of do what the Celtics did to them and win the next two and force a Game 7 will be It'd be challenge. great for viewers, wouldn't it? Yes, for, it would be. To have a Game 7, I agree, though. I think mm. Game 5 gets wrapped up in the Mile High City I think they've just been doing too good of a job on Jimmy B and um, he just hasn't been able to put up his, uh, you know, a illustrious kind of stats and, you know, pushing his talent um, to take over games. Like, I think they've been able to manage him and, um, uh, you know, Keep them out of the games well enough that they, you know, don't get caught up in the, the hemi buckets. Uh, yeah, hype. yeah, and just sort of counter the the good deed that's been played by Denver. Uh, Jimmy by his illustrious standards, uh, mm-hmm. probably a little bit lackluster so far. Bam, f- very good. P- mm-hmm. Probably saved his best for for the finals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they had he- to. <laughs> He's I, going up against Joker. <laughs> I think the Heat's problem. Uh, we alluded to it before, but too much reliance on. Three-point shooting from role players. players yeah. So if Maxi Struess and Duncan Robinson aren't on, mm-hmm. um, you know, Caleb Martin, I think, and Gabe Vincent have sort of played better than anyone's expected them to throughout the whole postseason. But, yeah, if if you're really relying on those guys to, to – Drain some threes. You can see it in game two. You mm. might you might win win a few when when they're able to, to hit four threes, but uh, most of the time it's uh, it's not going to happen. Yep. What do you got there for us, Max? Uh, yeah, yeah so on three points, that's the shooting percentage. Um, this is hate. Hate for so, the hate. Yeah. So forty five percent against the Bucks. That's, that's pretty impressive. That in the conference semifinals they shot the three ball at thirty percent, just over, and actually got through the Knicks. Albeit the Knicks even worse from from three point land. Yeah. And yeah. then this is this is telling. Conference finals they shot the three ball at forty three point four percent against the Celtics, which is unreal. And so much of that came from from Strews and Robinson and the like. Uh, and then in the finals, back down to 36%, which, again, it's only a tick under the Nuggets, but the Nuggets play a very different type of ball. Yeah. They're not reliant on it. They don't really have uh, a prolific three-point shooter outside of Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's if you're basing your sort of game ar- around that nearly sort of dubs-like kind yep. of kind yep. of kind of mentality of, of shooting mm-hmm. the three ball and you're sh- only shooting it at 36%. You turn it over a lot. Fucking oath. Yeah, and you allow Joker and Murray to go out of the other end and get an easy field goal and they'll just rack up points on you. I like that you mentioned Aaron Gordon as well. Um, credit where credit's due. Again, I think being the third, if you will, in that big third three yeah, probably yeah. opens him up a lot. But, uh, yeah, for a bloke that's just gone out and scored 27 points in a critical finals game, uh, mm-hmm. kudos to, to big Aaron Gordon. He's an athletic fucker, isn't he? <laughs> Aaron Gordon. Uh, and then, yeah, maybe next week, probably next week, we'll be talking about um, Nugs Championship celebrations. Wouldn't mind seeing the big joker on the end of a few beer skulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon he'd put them away if he wanted to. Yeah, that's dangerous. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be interesting whether it's a you know a quiet, subdued celebration from from a big man because he's pretty subdued in front of the camera, mm. especially in his media engagements. But, yeah, maybe once they turn the cameras off and Wait the doors till are the, closed. Wait until the Rakia comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's introducing some of his teammates to Rakia. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, hairs on your chest, that old fire water wheel. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go from one huge round ball sport to the other one. Uh, Man City treble. It's been on the cards. <laughs> yeah, I think all, I think Man United back had, of the year, really. had to do us a solid yeah. uh, win their, their FA, FA Cup. Cup that's, yeah, yeah, and that but, seemed like the most likely chance of, yeah. it, of it not happening. Yeah. Uh, so second English team to ever complete uh, the treble, which mm-hmm. is, of course, the league, the Far Cup and the Champions League. United, the only other team to have done it back in 98. 99, and the year that... United did it. They won the league by a point, a mere point. So City actually, you know, sort of really uh, rub salt in the wounds for those who think that Manchester is indeed red. Uh, (laughs) City did it even more convincingly than that famous 98-99 team. Well, if anything, we should blame Arsenal for bottling um, their season. Yep. <laughs> like having the two big brothers, and then you saw like just as a third, like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> I was gonna say a different word. Uh, uh, unathletic brother yes, is yes. Uh, is the one you're like, oh, he fucked it. Uh, so, so uh, let's blame blame Gunners. Uh, credit again to the City, unbelievable team on paper, mm-hmm. showed that they can win Champions League uh, games, uh, even without mm. De Bruyne. I think City's had me pretty early. Yeah. Uh, it was just the one Rodri goal, although Inter did have a lot of chances, I think 14 shots on goal. Possession pretty even, so this one could have definitely uh, gone the other way. Um, and City, yeah, get the treble done. Uh, I was actually looking, It's there's actually a fair few teams that have done it, but obviously the league that they come from plays into it a little bit. They still have to win Europe. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, you know, slouch teams. Mm. Um, Eindho- PSV Eindhoven has done it. Uh, Celtic have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the teams that you would expect. I think uh, Barca's done it. I think Real's done it twice. I think Bayern's done it twice for memory. Mm. There was like eight teams total. Yeah, yeah. That, that it's, a, it's a big accomplishment. It's very difficult to do. Yeah, uh, but only two English. And uh, APL is the goat of all the uh, soccer leagues, in my opinion. So, yeah, <laughs> Bayern go out and win their Farmers League, Bundesliga 11 times in a row and you know, <laughs> they, they win two there. All they've got to do is win a yeah. measly uh, Champions League to, to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so yeah, I hate to say it, but uh, congratulations to Manchester City. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Celtics a second ago. What were your thoughts on Arge um, going to... Ange. Ange, Ange going to... Arge Backer. He's going to Spurs. Badgie. Ange going to... Uh, Tottenham to Spurs. Massive news, and uh, I'm glad you remembered it because we don't have it in the notes there. Mm, uh, no, yeah. It's the first Australian ever to be manager of a Premier League team, mm-hmm. any Premier League team. Yeah, so. really, really worked his way to it as well, mm-hmm. like very deserving. He's been all over yeah. the place, um, coached internationally, coached the Celtics for a very long time. Um, Celtic, very Celtic. It's not Celtic, Boston. Sorry, sorry. Celtic. Celtic. Single one. Yeah, fucking um, daft bastard. <laughs> yeah. uh, coached them for a very long time and they've uh, uh, you know, been very competitive and won a, a whole heap of have. championships under his watch as well. So. It's it's the biggest coaching achievement for an Australian ever. Mm-hmm. The, the fact, yeah. you know, the moment that he, well, now to World Cups, it's the biggest club coaching mm-hmm. achievement, I mm-hmm. think, for an Australian ever. Well, he did good for Australia in the World Cup as Cor- well. Correct. So as the, the Australian head coach. So. Correct. Um, Won the I, first I to, Asian I, Cup. I had to check my words there because uh, maybe like, you know, a guy like Hus Hiddink or, you know, mm-hmm. s- someone might have something to say about World Cup runs. But yeah. Yeah, in terms of club football, the fact that he's at Spurs, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's huge. 
Do any Aussies get brought into that the Spurs equation? I don't think so. I don't think there's anyone that's really good enough at the moment. Oh, Harry's I, I Harry Suter. I feel like they might add, you know, one or two like some guys that he knows really well, maybe for cultural things, but like on the list, not in your your top squad. There's so. no one you're going to be starting eleven. That's no, that's for yeah, sure. Exactly. You know, you know, probably in the back end of the thirty. You know, you might have one or two guys that you know really well that can. Come in, you know, veteran presence, know the way you want to implement your football, your systems, and then help out through that process. I think you definitely find one or two, but yeah. Aaron, I was just just yeah, just checking. So Aaron Moy is the only Aussie on that Celtic um, mm. squad mm. list. So yeah, does he throw him a bone and <laughs> play him three minutes here and there? I don't think Aaron Moy is starting in the in the Premier League anytime soon. Um, Tommy Rogic was was there, was but has um, taken some time off football. I think in general, mm. uh, and is, is back in Australia. Um, so yeah, no one really comes to mind no. unless unless he from yeah Australian coaching goes and speaks to their scouts and says, "Can yeah. we try Got to any bring young fellas? In is there any eighteen year olds such so? and such in at the?" Um, yeah, I, I just don't think. It's yeah, but most of us. Like, I'd love to see it happen. Yeah, most of us hope like, oh, maybe it's a little bit of a pathway into the EPL as well. But like I said, I think if anything, it'll be more on the back end of the roster where you have a, you know, maybe a trial kind of thing or or an old veteran, you know, for your system kind of thing, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, it'd be you know the thirtieth position we're talking about, not not anywhere near uh, potentially playing. Now, his big decision straight up is Harry Kane's future because uh, has been reluctant to put pen to paper to re-sign with Tottenham. Probably Uh, want to know who the coach was going to be. Huge, huge club sniffing around. Uh, For all my Spurs uh, friends, uh, you know, big club like Manchester United, (laughs) you know, a lot of trophies, (laughs) you know, Manchester is red, et cetera. Yeah. If you want some cash or money, yes. Could could end up being a Jardy. So if Kane goes, uh, yeah, then um, where where does Ange go? Tim Cahill getting a phone call. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, obviously, as fans of, of Australian football want to see Ange do well, massive uh, achievement there. Probably the biggest story. Mm, massive. Which yeah. is weird given there was a Champions League final last night, uh, is the future of Leo Messi. Yes. Well, yeah. confirmed future. Mm-hmm. He, he's taking his talents to South Beach, as mm-hmm. you said earlier, going to Inter Milan. Um, Joining David Beckham's uh, team. I'm not sure what his uh, um, uh, stake is in that team anymore anymore, because uh, originally he bought that team for 25 mil. And I think it was evaluated a year or two ago at like 600. So definitely got his return on investment. I think in he that still team. has a big stake. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not great with the money yes. in uh, life or in, in, <laughs> in following uh, sports, <laughs> but I do know that, that Beckham's still pretty heavily involved there. Yep. Um, did you see the follow the Instagram followers? Went yes. from a million to six and a half million in like twenty four yeah. hours. Uh, more than any other team in the US currently uh, for thi- followers. I think no, I think that's a caveat. I think that's NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL. Yes. I think there's NBA teams that have bigger uh, followings. Okay. I think okay. that's why that was written like that. Uh, okay. So anyway, so you, well, anyways, it's, 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 it's a semantics. huge game for them. Yeah. Um, you know, again trying to trying to do sort of what the, the Saudi league's doing at the moment, get a massive big name in there, get a lot more viewership, get more involved. You know, the uh, we'll call it the soccer league because that's how it's referred to in the US. Major league soccer. Yeah, is, um, you know, hasn't really broken into what is the top four at the moment. They've kind of played that fifth fiddle for a very long time. Mm. Uh, it's just whether they can fit into the, that, you know, that mould and, you know, take over a bit more, take a bit more viewership. 
you know, this is the kind of signing you do, oh, oh, yeah. you know, to get those guys that, you know, casuals like, oh, I know who Leon Messi is, get behind it. And Miami for sports at the moment, um, doing a very, very good job, um, both uh, in the NHL and the NBA. Mm. Um, and F1. Re- re- yeah, recently with, um, you know, Tampa Bay, et cetera. So they've been doing good in that, that space. Um, for sports, so yeah, he's huge. Um, probably turned down a 1.6 billion dollar <laughs> final offer from the the Saudi league. A lot of um, money to turn down. Yeah, well, considering um, Ben Benzema, I think is getting paid 215 mil mm. USD to go for over a year. There yeah, for, for, for year. Per, for, per year, which is almost an NFL salary cap. So um, <laughs> it's it's crazy money. And then we'll talk about the the golf later. And there's talk about buying teams. You know, they've got all kinds of money at the moment. Um, uh, so it's <laughs> it's it's it is what it is. So um, I think it's awesome um, for you know, American soccer, and uh, uh, hopefully, it like you know, really uh, blows that league up a little bit. I think, yeah, you know, he's he's basically gone for the, do the exact same role that Ronaldo's doing over in, um, in the Saudi league. I wonder as well how far off the US is from embracing their major league soccer as their f- their fifth major sport. I'm looking at revenue here, how mm. far behind hockey they are. It's still a ways. It's still a ways. Uh, where much is revenue? Here it is. So their revenue, the hockey revenue is 4.9 billion a year. Yep. Is yep. that right? And then, yep. and then major league soccer is one and a half. So they're still... Mm. They're still like three times behind mm-hmm. hockey in terms of revenue, but it's a big like they're only just behind Ligue 1. Mm-hmm. They're only a tad behind Serie A in terms of revenue. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not Girl. like yeah, it's chump, like a, it's not chump change that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's in a very definitely a well established league um, mm. that, mm. like we said, probably just needed something to put them over the edge, and maybe maybe this is it. You know, <coughs> way to get way more mainstream media, get on ESPN a bit more. Mm. Um, you know, this is the way you do it. You put arguably the GOAT um, mm. in one of your teams and run him out every week. It's the fifth soccer league in the world for revenue, mm-hmm. which is surprising, I, I would think. Mm. Is that five? EPL, Spain, Bundesliga, Italy, it's six, sorry. Yep. League Earn, Major League Soccer. Fuck, the IPL is 12. <laughs> Holy <laughs> hell. For a tournament that runs for 14 <laughs> weeks. My goodness gracious. Oh, and it's only going to get bigger as well. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, definitely brings uh, Major League Soccer into uh, another uh, hemisphere in terms of uh, coverage and media hype and, uh, and, and, to, and to money. At the end and of the to answer your question about mm. whether they embrace it a bit more, I think where the American national team is at the moment, it's kind of moving in the right direction and mm. – you know, good another good World Cup tournament. You know, again that helps generate getting more younger players into it, and then gets more interest in it. You know, tied with a guy like Messi. You know, you know maybe maybe the next three to four years is a could be a real boon for that league. Girls getting dicked, uh, dicked by Wrexham probably didn't help. Mm, yes. Although, again, caveats. Uh, the way that this was getting reported was like the the women's national team got smacked twelve nil by Wrexham. It was seven on seven, and half of it was. Retired players. <laughs> so, again, make sure you read the article. But, uh, yeah. Clickbait. Indeed. What do you got for us, Jimmy? Uh, just some minor news for Messi. Uh, Argentina's playing Australia in a friendly uh, this week in uh, Beijing. I doubt he's playing. Is Messi playing in that? <laughs> yeah, he's playing. He's in China. Really? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> sick. 
Let's just go. playing this friendly, and then he's yeah, going wherever he needs to go. Apparently, there was a a supporter who rented because they was they're staying at a hotel. Um, blindly booked rooms at four of Beijing's luxury hotels. Spent fourteen hundred dollars just to in the hope of meeting crossing paths with Messi. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So just booking rooms in random hotels. Some fans have even taken a desperate means. That's yeah, I don't know, book it four rooms. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Why can't you just book one? Oh different he's trying at different floors, maybe. Well I guess they don't know which hotel they were staying at. Oh so different he's booked so rooms. four hotel four sorry, I hotels, wrong. Yep. sorry. I thought sorry. we booked four rooms yep. at the same hotel. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, if you talk about um soccer and in a country like China, soccer is huge. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there's probably a good incentive for Messi to play in this friendly game. Yeah. I think they sold like massive amounts of jerseys as well. Mm. If I can spell China right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought you'd uh, know how to spell, spell that one. No, no there he's over. Hot, it's Hong Kong forever. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> delete, <Whoa>. delete. <laughs> yeah, we won't appear in any, any of their Google searches, that's for sure. Yeah. At least when we're picking right. fights with Saudis and Qataris. Uh. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, other big transfer news. Other news, yeah. So, you know, obviously nothing's going to compare to that that messy deal. But uh, the most expensive English transfer ever occurred this week in, uh, in Jude Bellingham. Uh, it plays at Borussia, so sort of flies under the radar a little bit for, for more casual fans. But uh, he's going from Borussia Dortmund to Real Madrid. Uh, sky's the limit for, for this kid. Uh, I think he's already played 100 games for, for Borussia. Um, so actually goes past Jack Grealish as the most expensive transfer ever, around about 115 million euros, I believe. And then Messi's uh, World Cup uh, teammate in Alexis McAllister, um, I think has been Brighton's best player, hands down, and a big part of their success uh, this season. He goes to Liverpool. So nice of him mm. to um, to change his allegiance after such a good season, you know, winning the World Cup, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, to go uh, from Brighton uh, to just one spot above <laughs> them on the on the table in in Liverpool, uh, uh, must be getting good coin. I'd say so. Yes. Mm. Little tidbit on him: uh, Alexis McAllister is his name. Not too many Argentinians surname McAllister. Uh, third generation uh, Argentinian. He's has Scottish. Uh, ancestors that packed up and left Scotland to go live in Ange- mm. in Argentina. Makes sense, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck living in Scotland. <laughs> uh, but that is the week in soccer. Uh, uh, a big, big week, considering there was really only one big game, the Champions League final. But uh, mm. yeah, the the bomb, the messy bombshell, uh, pretty interesting. Oh yeah. All right, let's wrap this bitch up. Let's uh, get through the on the esky final round. UFC 289 uh, has concluded and the GOAT, the ladies' GOAT, Amanda Nunes, uh, really tailed up uh, her opponent in five rounds. Sean, did you watch this one? You I did. On a legal streaming service. Yes. Um, yes, that was paid yeah, for, et cetera, et cetera. And Dana. Um, what were your thoughts on this? I, I didn't watch it. Uh, complete domination. Um, uh, Arena really couldn't uh, kind of get out of her... Um, they they talked on commentary about like you know she needed to do more and like be more active and you know a lot of fighters kind of get a bit shell shocked when they go, go and fight Amanda Nunes but I think mm. it probably didn't cover the fact about how good Amanda Nunes and she forces other fighters 
into doing this. Um, and uh, she was dominant, just paced her up the entire fight. Um, uh, maybe could have pushed for a finish, but also, you know, she her opponent had good power and uh, I think she fought a very smart fight overall, knowing it was, she's really in no danger anywhere, could take it down when mm. she wanted um, and dominated. She got two judges, gave her one 10 at round and another gave her two. So, yeah, like I said, a complete domination in this, um, and she wins. I think it was probably more unfortunate um, uh, that she could, you know, this main event didn't carry the card as, as well. Um, a lot of the talk um, was about, you know, the Charles Oliveira fight mm. as the co-main kind of, you know, carrying this card a little bit, um, and that was kind of reflected in um, you know, people were doing stats on, you know, the countdown videos, you know, his video had 400k views, hers had like 40, so uh, it was a bit disappointing. And you actually saw a little bit of thinning in the crowd as well for this fight, so yeah, interesting. yeah. yeah. you know, event. not you know, there's a few empty seats, like largely it was still pretty full, but yeah. um, yeah, what well, it was, you know, you could see a couple floating around empty in the, in the back um, for this fight, and uh, which is unfortunate for her, but. I think it's probably, again, a product that she's been so dominant. Mm. She will end as a uh, double champ as, um, with uh, the flyweight belt as well. Um, feather? Fe- sorry, Feather. It's new started with F. Featherweight belt, um, and that probably kills that division because I don't think anyone else is you know, even ranked at the moment um, uh, mm. in that division that's uh, yep. been active or not. So, um, And will vacate, of course, Bantaweight. So yeah, there's no even rankings for it. Um, uh, That's pretty fake, and <laughs> they just made one because she's so dominant, so big. Yeah, well, because uh, she fought Cyborg at that weight, and yep. then she fought the Aussie, which I don't remember her name at the top of my head, at that weight as well. But outside of that, there really hasn't been anyone um, uh, fight. Uh, big enough. But yeah, kind of big enough for them. They wanted to compete at that, that weight division. So it's a band of weight. Um, so she finishes here, finishes the double champ, cleaned out the division, um, beat mm. everyone. You know, you maybe could have gone for the trilogy against. Um, uh, Pena. Pena, but uh, I think she, Megan Anderson, um, mm. uh, was the other one. And was that a, yeah, that was a featherweight fight. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I think she'd done everything she wanted to do. Um, was more interested in family life as well. She was kind of mm. uh, alluding to that. It was like, yeah, I've been doing this for, for years and um, I'm happy to do something else um, and retire. Um, her wife, I think, potentially is going to come back after having the second baby was what they were saying. Uh, any thoughts around uh, a few people in the comments? I'm trying to get uh, Juliana Pena's statement as well. Um, I think saying that she was scared to go fight her again. Yeah, trying trying to hype that. Try, out. Try, it's like, it. Trying. It's like yeah, congrats on the on on the win, but you know I think uh, I scared you in the retirement. Sort of that. Yeah, that was the main one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wasn't real uh, impressed by that fight. Of course, going mm. the distance. Um, but like I said, I think Nunes. Um, was there to do her job, um, to be dominant <laughs> and, and to leave as champion. So, and she did that. Nunes also pieced her up last time <coughs> that they fought, yes. which is interesting. No one expected that that Pena um, victory. Jeez, that's end of 2021. I felt like that was just yesterday. So uh, a bit of time there. So moving forward in uh, in um, the women's bantamweight um Pena versus next best is that uh, is that how it's so going the, to be? Do you think there is a young, uh, up and coming um, young lady coming through, but I'm not sure off the name. None of those names are jumping out of me. Is her? But there's a few fun fights in there. Holly Holmes you know, got an option. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, I think it's Pena versus um, a contender, up and up and comer. I think for the vacant. There's no news there on that, monks. No, I was just reading up. Uh, like obviously, Pena was slated to yeah, fight. Yeah, they were her. booked to fight this fight, and mm. she pulled out. Um, she pulled out with broken ribs. Um, so that's why she she's only replaced May two. Mm. Yeah. So it's only. I'd say Aldana took this fight on five weeks' notice. I don't know fighters got to sell fights and you know yeah. talk the shit etc. But yeah, she pulled out from broken ribs and then said, "You yeah. know, he's afraid of her." Yeah, broken ribs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, we'll see uh, what happens yeah. there, and so yeah, it will be a a new um, champion in the in the bantamweight division uh, the next time they they fight. Yep. Uh, and then the co-main event was probably the only other real mm. interesting on this card. This was a pretty white, um, light card, unfortunately. Um, Charles Oliveira gets the win over Darnish in, in this one. Darius. Darius uh, by Tikio in the first round. I think he was losing the first couple of minutes, um, you know, kind of getting into it, but then you just dominated. And now he's beaten everyone in the top five uh, but the champion. So uh, mm. that looks like the, the next, next fight to make. Of course, he's on his path to try and reclaim his belt after... He himself, uh, very similar to Nunes, had a very off fight, lost the belt. Um, uh, he, of course, didn't get the immediate rematch that he's looking for because they made the Volkanovski fight instead. So he's um, definitely going to be pushing for um, a championship fight. It's interesting, the wake-up for these two boys. Um, they look like all sorts. Um, the Darnish um, photo, he showed, you could see his wedding ring and you could see, like, you could put, like, another finger in under his wedding ring because mm. he's, you know, he, drain that much weight so it's a massive weight for the guys to cut to get to 155 especially when they walk around like his middleweights so, mm. um but yeah that was a big thing um you know they had a barrier fall over and i was crusher fighter as well um <laughs> who what, was that Darush walking out <coughs> no 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 it was one of the earlier uh, what someone uh, early yeah you know leaning over the rail trying to touch hands and mm. it gave way but yeah for a you know underwhelming pay-per-view and it was probably a little bit um bit of a shit show but you know the Canadians turned out. They did a good job. Um, and then... Yeah, Still 17,600 oh, yeah. in there. So yeah. they turned out like that. Mm. Uh, but on to UFC 290 in a month's time, I think. Yeah. There's some big cards coming up. Yeah, big cards coming up. Uh, Vittori Cannonier as well in a, in a fight night. That'd be fun. Um, as well as Josh and Emmett and... Didn't they just fight that Ilya Tapuria? Uh, he, j- he just fought someone. Yes. I'm sure. Uh, no, no, that, that, that <laughs> don't mind me. Yeah. It, like I said, dump floors. But yeah, I suppose. I suppose it does. Strickland got knocked out by Pereira last time. And then to 90, Volkanovski. Uh, a month until Volk. <coughs> Yay, Rodriguez. Mm. All right, boys. The best we talk the best golf. transition do we, do in, we, in the podcast world. Do we have a soundbite for golf? We need one. Hey. We should get one. It needs to be money, money, money. <laughs> yeah. Money. <laughs> Which it, was the big talking is point. Is it blood money is the question. <laughs> oh, 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 Okay. Hey, I picked my fight with China. <laughs> uh, Liv and PGA merge. Well, Bombshell earlier in the week. Well, Some it's, people it's, called it. It's who, not a, who could I have seen it. this coming? I called it. Yeah. I call everything. <laughs> well, it's not actually. That's, a f- that's my Trump, by the way. It's not actually officially live either. It's, no, they've it's merged it's, with the, it's the Saudi inve- investment. Yeah, who back live? Um, but it's been interesting that live because um, George Nor- um Greg Norman's been running that, um, has been saying that they're going to keep running. So there's. Uh, 
I don't think they'll live past maybe next year, but I think they'll past. yeah they'll they'll do the, the remainder of this season, maybe next season. But uh, I think if they don't have the commercial backing, um, they'll fall away. But it's yeah quite interesting that the um, the head of the Saudi investments is now the chairman of this new mega tour, uh, which includes Europe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a caveat there. Um, it's I guess the three biggest um, tours at the moment um, kind of joining together. PGA, of course, being most well-known and most historic of the three of them. By far. By far. Um, but by all counts, this is a bit of a shit show. Um, oh, yeah. It sounds like uh, there was five people involved in the whole deal. Mm-hmm. None of the players knew about it. And considering PGA is a member-run um, tour as well, there's been a lot of calls for Monaghan um, you know, to step down as well, Jay Monaghan. Um, especially of what I said before about the blood money, like they'd used um, 9-11 victims or like how these guys had funded those and they funded terrorism and used that as their rhetoric of why you support live a golf. Um, no comment. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's not for us to comment on, but they definitely did this. <laughs> they definitely did this. Yes. Um, and Jimmy's brought it up there. And yep. uh, and then the there was also, the, um, what was the other one? Um, uh, the law... There was also the lawsuits, so the back and forth lawsuits. Um, reportedly, PGA was spending up to $50 million on those lawsuits and had about another $100 million in expenses. Um, and they were being sued as well for antitrust that they were forcing um, sponsors, you know, you know, not being able, allowing uh, Live to gain sponsors, like, you know, forcing the American market away from them. Mm. Um, so they actually had feds looking into it and whether yeah, maybe yeah. they found something is another reason maybe they pushed for let's let's agree and drop all litigation. So, mm. yeah, it's a... Something stinks about it, doesn't it? Like yeah. it's happened so quickly out of the out of the blue, it seems, to... Yeah. Well, yeah, I think PJ was running out of money. Mm. Potentially the feds were found some, you know, damning kind of evidence that maybe they could have even lose. Um, and... You know, uh, the PIF were interested in, um, you know, probably making a deal and being involved in world golf. That was That's mm. their goal. They want to mm. be involved in world golf and be invested in it. Um, so they've made the, this deal and will eventually kill off team-based golf, which is Live. Mm. Um, but maybe they'll take some aspects from from Live into into this new mega tour, whatever that ends up mm. being. Oh, well, uh, I think immediately they were saying that <coughs> um, players on the PGA can now participate in the team if um, format golf so of live so i think at least in the short term they'll test out what the format will look like and yeah there's there's aspects from both yeah there's some some reports um on you know the players that come back in um might have fines with that i think some of the whatever this deal is they haven't really discussed like dollar figures like how much money either but you know the money's coming they're being invested mm. You know the guys that stayed loyal might get um, get payouts um, from that as well. I so hope so. I hope so because yeah, for, for guys like Roy McIlroy and say Tiger as yeah. well, it turned out yep. big money. And Roy being say the face of he was the face of it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know of not I going. hate live with golf. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, it, it's quite interesting. It's been quite interesting to see how it kind of all put together. But it you know kind of under the covers, and uh, I think they'll have new management <laughs> for not too distant future. Did old Trumpy nail it? Oh, 100%. The, the Simpsons predicted Trump <laughs> and Trump predicted the, the merger. Uh. This tweet's from uh, July 18, 2022, so about 11 months ago. Mm. All of those golfers that remain 
air quotes, loyal to the very disloyal PGA in all of its different forms will pay a big price when the inevitable merger with Liv comes and you get nothing but a thank you from PGA officials who are making millions of dollars a year. Um, and then he said, if you don't take the money now, you'll get nothing after the merger takes place and only say how smart the original signees were. Good luck to all. Congrats to Cam Smith on his incredible win. Yeah, yeah and, so, so and I Cam think Smith he's, is he's, a, is he's a, it there. Oh, and you think, use Cam Smith as an example. Like he made his $100 million. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he'll be back into the PGA and they might fine him. There's no consequence, really. <laughs> Yeah, if they've been allowed it, to play majors, yeah, if they find his him, money, exactly. If they find him and it's like a, a million dollars, he'd be like, sure, change, I made, change, I made ninety nine. Mm. So, yeah, I got ninety nine problems, and you can have one. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, it's. I think you, if you're one of those loyal players to the PGA, especially a big name like like Rory or Tiger, who said no to hundreds of millions of dollars yeah, well, poor, just for the PGA to roll over and get in bed with. The alleged Satan. Yes. You know, less than... By their own words. Exactly. Like, live golf was the worst thing that's ever happened to golf, according to all these PGA numbskulls. Mm. That was what we've been hearing. And then, as it always happens, boys, I've done some growing up in the last few years because the dollar signs (laughs) always win. Just follow the money and that's what the outcome's going to be. Loyalty does not exist in sport. Money is the only thing that exists it pains me to say it, but that's the truth. And look, we weren't critical of Cam Smith at the time. Oh, get your money, bro. Get your get money, bro. Money. And in hindsight, hindsight's twenty twenty. Monday morning quarterbacking. Going back to the start of the 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 podcast, um, you know, with could India have done this better? Could they have done that better? Cam Smith has played it beautifully. Got his bag, and and there will be no long term repercussions outside possibly a small fine. Yeah. It is. A, it's a shit show. I think mm-hmm. um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how how it all plays out. I think there's there's aspects that Liv has brought to golf, which the PGA needs to take note of. Yeah, a la cricket and T20 yeah, and, and, and to making it fun again and yeah, bringing in to younger bringing audience. in younger people, etc. Exactly. Et exactly. Outside of that, all the all the money and quote unquote blood money um, is interesting. We're three sports nuffies. Probably don't need to get into you know world geopolitics too much, um, but it's it's it is a, a, a strange, strange few years for for golf and a, a, for it to come to such a quick and abrupt end, you know, for lack of a better word, um, it does stink a little bit. And I've I'll just say it, that for, there's definitely been un, been under the table handshakes made mm-hmm. oh, yeah. throughout all this, and uh, and the money wins. Yeah, because uh, what I saw was uh, Jay's right-hand man, um, they obviously had a conversation and they reached out with, through WhatsApp to, um, uh, is it Yassar? Um, to, you know, the leader of the, the guy that runs the PIF, the PIF. Um, to, you know, to kind of start the, the negotiations. And then, yeah, there was, you know, it took seven weeks, so it wasn't like, um, but they were keeping it all under wraps. Mm. and the, you know, No media no, coverage no, over the last no, seven weeks. No notice of it and... Um, yeah, and it seems like he had a on the day they had because I th- was it the Canadian Open that was going at the time, yeah, Canadian, yeah. Um, so they had players there and they had a meeting with those players. And, um, yeah, so some of them got really got pretty heated, got stuck into Monaghan. I think actually McElroy stood up for him a little bit, but it's it's gonna be interesting, say 12 months while mm. they kind of unpick and work out what the future of golf looks like. Hopefully the goal is fuck loads more money, an awesome mega tour that goes around the world, 
um, and these guys can go play and then it's exciting golf and people are interested in golf. That's, I think, the end goal they all want to, to mm. get to. It's just uh, it's been probably a bit of a shit show over the last you know 12 months, 18 months uh, to get to that point. Might be rose-coloured glasses looking at it like that, but yes, let's hope that it brings more young people into the game and it all ends up uh, working out for the better. Yasir Al-Rumayan is the chairman of the new tour. Yeah, and Monaghan will be the CEO of the new tour, so I don't Mm. know how that kind of works out, but Mm. they... Yeah, basically married to the hip now. I don't know. Um, Chairman sounds like a daddy to CEO to me. Yes, it does. That's, that's <laughs> why I think as well. So, yeah. It, it is. To me, it sounds like Live One. Well, mm. the PIF one. The, what the Saudis wanted to do and get involved in uh, worldwide sport, especially golf, uh, has is the result. And it did sh- you know, fire off a shot in America a little bit. Of course, PGA kind of being a bit more American-based. It's mm. like, you know, the PIF has $620 billion uh, <laughs> of money. Uh, in this investment fund, and you know, uh, they asked some owners of NFL teams, who's like, Could mm. you see a Saudi owner in the NFL? It's like, Yeah, they'll have to go through the process, etc. But yes, definitely, if a mm. team comes up, they'll have money and, um, yeah, be able to buy them. Like, if, if that's what they want to get invested in, then yeah, sure. So, um, they've, they've got the coin. We've seen it with the new Saudi Soccer League, we've seen it with golf. They've got more than enough money. They own Arsenal. I think he's the chairman of Arsenal. Uh, Newcastle. 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 Yeah. Newcastle. Uh, they, uh, own, they own a lot of a lot of things, and they they've got money, and they're willing to spend it. Indeed. One thing is for certain: the next season of Full Swing is going to be lit on Netflix. And yeah. Thank you to <laughs> whoever came up with that for getting my wife wife interested in it because uh, we we watched that. First season together. <laughs> all reports was they had cameras running when, uh, when like all over yeah. the place when yeah. it, when it was You're announced. Right. So yeah, it'll it'll be one of those massive bombshell moments that they've caught from all over the place. The world is becoming more and more like the Truman Show. It is strange. Well, I mentioned the Canadian Open. Maybe finish there. Let's finish on the Canadian Open because this is a great story. I think a Canadian wins the Canadian <laughs> Open. Nick Taylor wins it's his first PGA win uh, and to do it in uh, in his home country and become the first Canadian to win the Canadian Open since 1954 pretty spectacular yeah. scenes <laughs> it was a uh, a playoff uh, against Tommy Fleetwood fourth uh, playoff, fourth hole. playoff hole um, and I think the first playoff hole was a par five which you don't often see uh, and he was a mere 72 feet from <laughs> from the pin <laughs> Uh, and he drops this and then chaos sort of ensues. If you haven't seen the highlights, uh, go and check it out. We're watching it now. Yeah. It could, it could, it does. Hits the flag, drops in, caddy hugs, uh, crowd goes wild, A, eh? um, a few uh, 10% <laughs> beers getting thrown around. <laughs> oh, and uh, the the bloke, the, the Canadian that finished second in the field, Adam Hadwin, uh, finished about 12th overall, but second out of the Canadian players, mm-hmm. <laughs> comes under the green uh, champagne, champagne showers, baby, and gets absolutely <laughs> belted by a security guard, <laughs> yeah. uh, thinking that he's some sort of pitch invader. Uh, yeah. He's you know not wearing any sort of bib or anything. He's obviously finished his round a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just wearing his golf clothes. And yeah, he, he's thought that he shouldn't have been on there and, and spear tackled him. <laughs> Took it pretty well. Uh, I think his wife took to Twitter saying that he's all good. Uh, it was pride that got hurt more than anything. Boom. Seki gets him. Uh, look, watching it again, it's it's a clean shot, but he doesn't drop him like a sack of shit. It's, it's no. Yeah, maybe. He's, oh, he's actually, he's out of his golf clothes there. He's wearing jeans. I've... 
Yeah, but he, he's wearing jeans. So yes, it but he, no credentials or anything like that. He's, you know, I can see why he's been mistaken. I suppose, yeah. especially <laughs> if you're Seki, you probably don't know every, uh, you know, the second best Canadian golfer. Yeah, we were all googling who, who is Adam Hadwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's done his job, and then they've pulled him up on. He's all right. Uh, I think he's probably more in, t- in trouble, maybe for a hip drop on that one. Hip or, drop or a sling oh, tackle. Six weeks. Maybe. He's missing Origin, well, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah, missing yeah. Origin for uh, sure. Anyway, anyway. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a good story uh, there for, for both Nick Taylor and uh, security guards <laughs> around the world. <laughs> and Canada. US Open week this week. Uh, yeah, let's finish it up if you don't mind amongst the odds mm. there. I did see um, so a video of the rough and, uh, you know, dropping balls in there and it was <laughs> sayonara. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Scotty Chef, eight bucks, single digits to win. Right. is pretty crazy. Yeah, Brooks uh, at... At 11s uh, into Ram uh, at 11. Get on Cam Smith at 29. McElroy, Cantlay, <laughs> Hovland 17s, Shafeli 20, Spieth 23, Cam Smith, Morikawa, Max Homer 29s. That sort of wraps up the contenders there. Yeah, it's going to mm. be a pretty interesting open based on what we said before yeah, with all the news. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think there's going to be heaps of media attention mm-hmm. considering they'll cross the border and <laughs> go back into the US. Um, yeah, they'll be. A lot of questions asked because a lot of lot of the players will, of course, be coming back from all over the place to play in this too. So not all of them playing Canadian uh, Open, of course. So, yeah. That wraps us up for the Esky. Another week we thought we weren't going to do one, but sort of, you know, too much had happened. Wanted to gloat in the Australians. <laughs> yes. Great uh, World Test Championship win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll be back uh, all guns blazing next weekend. We should have a NBA winner, uh, most likely the Denver Nuggets. Uh, we'll have some Blues origin teams. We'll have the week in footy and we'll have mm-hmm. a few nights of Ashes cricket to talk about. Ooh, that yeah. and plenty, plenty more. We might have some Ashes live for us, bro. Oh, yeah, a few live scenes. Jeez. Maybe get day three session one. Mm. Maybe. And it's not a test in India, so it should make t- make it to halfway through the third day. <laughs> yes, well, let's hope. depends on how wet it is. <laughs> yeah. we'll definitely, make it through. Then. <laughs> definitely make it through. It it's a heat wave. <laughs> oh, it's it twenty-five degrees it's again. A dry heat. Oh. <laughs> That'll do us from us dribblers. Thank you to anyone that's listened. Uh, thank thank you. you to Adam Wagner in the chat, uh, and to those that are listening through the week. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Uh, until then, bye bye. Bye. Bye.